Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to episode 186 of CU Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, October 14th, 2015, and my name is Dan Gorman. Lisa, that's just a load of hot creamery butter. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Casey Lyons, and this is a beaver. People think, oh, that's great. You decided to put a hat on him. No, he died with that hat on. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Greg Legro, and yo, I don't hang out with those guys, man. I ain't got nothing to do with those dudes. (laughs) Yeah, I saw your female with them, too. What's up with her? Oh my <laughs> I mean, she's, she's been, been giving, giving that stuff, stuff out to all, all of them graffiti guys. Hey, yo, shut the fuck up, Chico man. I played three of those murals for some of that ass. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I we're was just like, gonna do the whole album from here yeah. on. <laughs> I was gonna say I know that from a song, mm. uh, but it, it's obviously a sample from something Professor, as well. Sir, what's another word for pirate booty. treasure? Booty. Well, I think it's booty. 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 That's yeah. what it is. Uh, yes, I got. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yes. Oh, uh, we have tons of stuff to talk about this week. It was winner's choice in film roulette. Casey and I will talk about whatever movies we would like to talk about, but Greg saw Russell <laughs> we'll talk about Madness. Whatever movies we want to talk Russell about. Madness. Yeah, Russell Madness, which was a Netflix pick about a uh, dog and a monkey going into the wrestling business. Uh <laughs> or something along no, those lines. No, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh uh Greg and I will talk about night no, uh what? Going into the wrestling business. Yeah. <laughs> they make a decision. <laughs> to go. They're very sensible business people. Uh-huh. Uh, we will be talking about the ni- cover of Taylor Swift's 1989 by Ryan Adams, the full mm-hmm. album. We will be rolling for movies next week, and I will take us through an episode of season three of Beverly Hills 90210 at the end of the episode. But first, please go to iTunes and rate and review. See you next Wednesday. It helps a lot. You can email us at info at modernsuperior.com if you have any opinions about the things that we talk about or would like to suggest anything uh, about the show for punishment albums or movies, etc. You can go to modernsuperior.com and comment on our threads of podcast episodes that get uploaded there. And you can tell, us, you can tell all your friends about us in real life. Yeah, or uh-huh. you can tell us about all your friends. In yeah. real life. Yeah, no, yeah. no, fake life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just send us an email, tell us all about your imaginary <laughs> all your friends, friends up. on Second Life. And <laughs> their adventures. And what they think about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how do they feel about Craig? <laughs> yeah. So, Some of your imaginary friends might not even care for him. Um, 
how are you guys doing? It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a whole week. It's been a whole week. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, how were your Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend? For Canada, for Canada that Canadians, is. yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It was Thanksgiving up here. You guys eat a lot of food. Yeah. yeah. A lot of good I stuff. Ate, I ate all of the turkey. Yeah. yeah. I ate all, sorry, I ate all of the turkeys uh-huh. in Canada. Yeah. Nice. And then I fell asleep for a thousand years. <laughs> yeah, I ate a bunch of turkey, uh, ate a bunch of cookies, watched a baseball game. Nice. Yep. Why not? Watched a baseball game? Yeah. Since the, when do you watch a baseball game? Because the Blue Jays are in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. oh, I keep forgetting to care about the Blue Jays. It's <laughs> odd. Oh, you know, see, that's a bummer. I know yeah. you're not sports guys, but still. I know. It's... No, no, I do. I have a requisite amount of... of uh, sports interest when it comes to the team of the city in which i live yeah uh but i feel shame for it uh-huh. because yeah. i think it's so dumb and arbitrary i'm not i'm not interested in the jays i'm not a big basketball fan hey, listen yeah <laughs> yeah that's the problem <laughs> i don't watch a lot of baseball as i'm not a baseball guy yeah but watching baseball uh over the last little bit and because the cubs made the playoffs so with my chicago stuff too that's like that's pretty cool yeah mm-hmm. but I'm watching the baseball guys, and I don't know when they started. When did the pajamas uh, baseball uniform come into thing? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. No, but they that got, sounds great. We, no, just some of the guys. You know, picture a baseball uniform, like the high socks that go up mm-hmm. to the knee and the stuff, and everything fits. Yeah. But there's a bunch of guys that run around in, like, the PJs version. Like, no. they got these baggy pants on, and it looks like they look pajamas. Is it like uh, like the old-timey 20s, where, where like, style, no, that, where the billowy... The, yeah, it's super like, billowy, but it looks like it doesn't fit. It's super sloppy. I really... I don't get it. Like, you're already millionaires who play baseball for a living. Yeah. At least get dressed when you come to work. <laughs> it's like, don't rub it in and show up in yeah, your PJs. It's like you know? flying in the face of, uh, of real athletes. It's like... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Look at our game. We don't even need to wear sensible pants. Yeah, we'll do whatever we want. I just rolled out of bed. Yeah. I'm wearing goddamn Shakespeare pants, and I can still play this game effectively. Now you tell me I'm an athlete. Yep. No, I don't know. I don't but, know when uh, that started, but I don't I care did for see, it. I did hear a lot of stuff about that, and it is. I, I do find it exciting. Like, not about the PJs, but oh, about right. the oh, Jays. Okay. Yeah. But I do, I do find it exciting on a level... Because like I remember like having like the Jay stuff up in the house and like this and yeah. and my dad talking about like the last time they won and it being pretty recent at that point. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I was like fifteen or something yeah. when they won. It oh, was I remember amazing. the ninety. What was it? 91, 92. Three, 92, I remember 93. Yeah. 92, 93. Yeah. I remember and and yeah. At that time, I was a much more impressionable, and uh, my dad would take us to games a lot. And I love going to see a, a, a Blue Jays game. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly though, I really like getting very drunk. Yes. And yeah. Yelling at the players, yes. uh, just uh, things that I think might be baseball terms. Sure. <laughs> yeah, we had the the, tr- the Toronto Sun cover or one of the ma- one of the newspaper covers where they were like, it "Was like we did it on the cover of uh, one of those years where they won." Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it was great. Joe Carter, wonderful stuff. Yeah, totally. We had a very good team. It's very exciting. We were down two games. We lost the first two games. And they stormed back and won two more. It's great. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen. Yeah. And then I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you reached that point where you were like, oh, baseball is so boring. Yeah. No, you know, it's not that bad. Maybe it's just I'm older and I'm more patient now, but I watch it and I'm like, this is all right. Yeah. <laughs> I get this. Maybe I'll watch more. Every year I tell myself I'm going to start getting interested in baseball. Every year. Yeah, I do. I feel like, oh, I like sports. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. I should get into baseball. I live in a baseball city. It's great. But I just, I, I just wish I loved baseball like I like movies about baseball. Yeah. Do you go a lot? Do no. You, no, okay. Because no, no, no. I don't go a lot Baseball either. is much better on TV. That's what I say. I th- every year I'm like, we got the Sky Dome here. I should go. Yeah. I never do. 
Yeah. Oh, coffee. No, coffee it is delivery. Super fun. Oh, coffee delivery. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't plunge it. Um, That's good advice. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Baseball. Uh, well, you know what? <laughs> anyway, it's our new show where new we show, yeah. sort of know about baseball. <laughs> yeah. Kangaroo Court Corner. <laughs> there you go. Um, well, I have a surprise for you guys. Oh. No, no. <laughs> or yay. <Yes. laughs> um, well, I was away this weekend. Yeah. Went oh, God damn, you're pregnant. Yeah. Went to the States. Yeah. Got knocked Rode up. some roller coasters. Yep. Got knocked up on a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> We were like, let's time it at the top of the loop. Yeah, yeah, I went to Kings Island and then Cedar Point for some roller coasting. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. It was super fun. Rode tons of rides. Yeah, Yeah. Cedar Point is so good. I've never been to Cedar Point, guys. Mm -hmm. You got to go on Top Thrill Dragster. It is the best. It's over four hundred feet tall, and it shoots you up. And then back down, twirls on your way down, oh shoot God. you up with heroin. <laughs> Which makes it hella fun. They shoot you up on heroin, then they put you on the teacups because you're not going to know any better. <laughs> really, it's just a dark room they leave you in yeah. for like four days. They put you in the Gravitron, really and you won't know what's going on. Top thrill. Anyway, guys, surprise, I have a problem. Yeah, surprise, <laughs> we're all going to do it right now. <laughs> Get your arms out. No, so was in the States, ate a lot of garbage, mm-hmm. um, and this will play into a story I have to tell, but I brought you guys back uh, some presents. Oh, no. Yes. I love presents. Yes. I love okay. presents. I love and deserve presents. So first part of your presents mm-hmm. is a t-shirt. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. Got my clothes in here, too. Oh, I'll take your clothes. Yeah. So <laughs> a t-shirt's not out of the realm of possibility for a present, so you're like, a t-shirt, just kidding. I was just like, kidding. Oh, sweet. Brought so you back shirt? some candy. Uh-huh. Oh, three musketeers. Yeah, musketeers. Yeah. These are scary candy. You got red <laughs> nougat inside. Scary red nougat. Oh, my God. Yes. I can't wait to be terrified uh, eating these. <laughs> musketeers. Oh, my goodness. Ah. Thank oh. you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> red nougat instead of chocolate. Hey, look. Fun. Yeah. Oh, size. <laughs> uh, they're fun to fun. eat. Fun size. And uh, keeping in the direction of uh, alcoholic uh, prize oh, uh, mm. gifts, yes. oh, I brought you guys some uh, root beer flavored malt beverage. <laughs> oh, my oh, goodness. Fucking. I think I'm drinking this right it's now. It's called yeah. uh, Spin Doctor. <laughs> most, most notably, it's called Spin Doctor. Uh, there is a warning. It says, warning, this will give you a big, fat, <laughs> a funky booty. <laughs> Makes you moody. Oh, oh thank man. you very much, Dan Corman. That yeah, was very thoughtful. Of, of course. I'll slam my coffee down so I can drink this skeleton beer. Um, <laughs> God, what is going to happen to you? I had, no. I had a sip of one. You're in for a treat. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> root beer. Yeah. It's got a great endorsement. I, mean, I had a sip of one. It's, uh, it's root beer flavored malt. Uh, liquor, so mm-hmm. malt very, liquor. Well, I malt seriously can't wait to beverage beer thing. or whatever. Yeah, eight yeah. mm. so percent alcohol. Yeah, by volume, it'll get you drunk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, and I suggest everybody go to uh, Kings Island. Their Halloween stuff was way better than anything at Kings oh Island. Oh, mm-hmm. fucking a man. Yeah, and I was gonna scary wear candy, scary beer. I yeah. was I was gonna wear my uh, my hoodie that I bought with one of the coasters logo on it, and I was like, "This is gonna get me beat up somehow." <laughs> I was like, "This is too nerdy." <laughs> oh, oh, for the nerdy, like factor. for here, yeah. Oh, I was gonna wear I, it here, and I was like, "This will lead to be being me being made fun of at some point." Because <laughs> I bought a roller coaster hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think there's any question about that. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have even let us know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, oh, and I wanted to say, 
Uh, so I was mentioning earlier, I was like, I had a weird dinner to you guys, and then I was going to tell you the story, but I said I'd wait for on air. Yeah. yeah. So today, because we just got back from the yeah. States and mm-hmm. all we have is garbage, I got home and I had like 45 minutes before I came here. So I had a, my dinner was a pumpkin-shaped brownie, good start to a dinner. Yeah. Sure. Um, and then... Was I the brownie pumpkin flavored at all? No. Pumpkin spice brownie? No, no, just shaped like one. Shaped like one. Like those little Debbie brownie yeah, like kind of things. Like a lie. So good. A trick pumpkin. It was amazing. Mm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Your, your and then is a because lie. we just got back, I was like scraping around for things to make for dinner. So yeah. I had some some um, Tostitos. Yeah. And you know those slices of cheese that you can buy for like sandwich cheese, like sandwiches? Like not cheese, not craft slices, like real cheese, but yeah, they, sure, they come sure. sliced oh, already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've I had some, some of those, right and I put them on the Tostitos and like melted them, uh, like budget nachos. And I was like, okay, that's like kind of a meal. Uh, <laughs> I, well, like I, I don't yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's like on a plate. It's kind of a meal. <laughs> Certainly on a plate. <laughs> kind of a uh, meal. I had a napkin. <laughs> yeah, and then I had a handful of hot tamales that are tropical flavored, so they're sweet and spicy. Uh-huh. Which were amazing, yeah. And then I had two fun-sized Snickers that are all peanut and caramel, no nougat. Oh, that sounds delicious, Dan. How have your insides not melted? <laughs> well, you heard the noises I was making before yeah. the episode. <laughs> yes. Unfortunately, I did. I say this for the listener because I got all the burps out off mic, which is a bummer because well, they were horrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, now, and now the farting. Begins. Yeah, fear vomiting sound. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Well, Why aren't you a big fat guy? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw, ate so much I shit. I saw what you ate on I, Facebook. I saw a picture of your um, shopping, shopping cart. cart. Yeah. And I haven't was... eaten much of that stuff. I was all How like did you look the cashier in the eye? Oh, they were like, you all like the sweets, eh? <laughs> <laughs> we were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yes. the sound of somebody going through puberty you in the States. You all like the sweets, eh? You all like the sweets. Yeah. Mm. No, we didn't eat a lot. Like, I'm sorry. I, we're I bought like a shit ton of candy garbage yeah but like mostly what i ate was like fast food garbage so we ate at sonic we ate at steak and shake oh all boy. that stuff oh, uh, uh, big uh, big boy burgers or whatever it's called oh big boy oh yeah yeah that was good stuff yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so uh, was good. it was it duke's big boy <laughs> <laughs> um so i need to eat like all salads now yeah yeah Yes, just all, all I had was bur- like like all everything I ate was like fried. Yeah, <laughs> and then you came home. And milk I had a cheese. walking taco at Cedar Point. <laughs> <laughs> you came home and like I got to even things out here. Yeah, <laughs> find some cheese, find some cheese, to melt yeah. on some Tostitos. On some tostitos. <laughs> if I call like it, I'm, if I call it dinner, if it I put it on a plate <laughs> <laughs> or empty pizza box. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, I just melted it onto my lap. <laughs> <laughs> I just sat here until the cheese got soft. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yes. We well. are a movie podcast. Yeah. Baseball, garbage food, <laughs> lots to talk about. Yeah. Well, into the Itty Bitty Tibbet Committee, did yeah. you guys see the trailer for the Coen Brothers' new film, Hail Caesar? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, if I may quote uh, I was a podcast, say, yeah. how do I have a podcast uh, with you? Right. Yeah, last week we dropped the ball on a trailer. Yeah, this yeah. week you do. All right. It is so exciting. Well. God damn it! It looks good. Yeah, it looks real good. I, I can't. I can't even tell you how excited I am. It looks like a mix. Like I mean, what's I guess the, what's the tone of this one? Where, where are they going? It looks. Oh, it's, com- it's comedic mostly. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely a uh, uh, Hudsucker proxy mm. kind of. Uh, but it has that like 
like with Hudsucker Proxy and Oh Brother Where Art That, what has that like kind of period comedy thing yeah. going on? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, uh, but it's, it's just, not like a burn after reading comedy. It's like they're kind of like it's period. A, it's sort uh, of. one of their uh, good movies. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> I'm uh, apologetic for Burn After Reading. I know. I think I should be, too. It I was watched better on the I second watch. It. Yeah. Better on the yeah. second watch. Oh, Once I, I, I knew I, what I was seeing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got to try it again. I remember yeah. really liking Just Kidding Simmons in that movie. I thought he yeah, was good. Yeah, very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, Hail Caesar looks good about, like, the movie industry and uh, yeah. a uh, actor getting kidnapped. Looks like kind of a good mix. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, it didn't blow me away, but I was like, I'm, I'm excited about this. Yeah, definitely. And the cast is amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know who looks great in it? Channing Tatum. Yeah, he looks totally. like he really gets the tone. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I think that's a good fit. Good yeah. for him. Yeah, yeah. He's too. super funny. Yeah, he's been. Uh, he's a surprising fella. Keeps yeah. on pulling things out. I don't know. I don't know that the gambit's gonna work. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> stupid idea. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys? read that quentin tarantino has two cuts of the hateful eight yeah the 70 millimeter one yeah so mm-hmm. the 70 millimeter one's going to be three hours and one minute with an intermission mm-hmm. and then the standard cut i guess will be a little bit shorter than that yeah and i he he made some sort of a statement about like the set the one that 70 millimeters is going to have a lot of long takes where everything is done in like one take i guess which which he means i, I don't think he means like one takes like they mean now like Birdman kind of thing. Mm-hmm, I think he yeah. means more like big, long dialogue scenes where everybody's firing off of each other, but we're not going to cut away. It's just like wide, you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, establishing kind of dialogue shots. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Are uh, you guys well, thinking 70 millimeter? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be fucking great. I'll probably watch both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> What's the difference? I don't know. Is <laughs> what you'll say. Yeah. I think I saw the master in seventy millimeter. Oh yeah, that was pretty awesome. Uh, Do you? Here's the thing. Do you think him saying, "Come see the seventy millimeter version of this"? It's going to have more of a more more content and a more of experience with the intermission is going to drive interest in that kind of movie going or do you think it'll be like grindhouse where he thinks it's going to be this sort of like everyone's going to come see two movies and, yeah. you know and yeah. and then maybe it won't be so no uh, i don't think the mass public will go for it but and I'm i don't i don't think enough that, people will that yeah care about i don't think that that's his like intention him. i yeah. think that i think that probably he's like well this is the one for really hardcore movie goers who yeah. who can sit through that type of thing and then i'll make one that's a little more palatable and i think good on him yeah for, for doing that but uh but I mean, for, for me, it sort of points to whichever one uh, is more his intention, yeah. which I have to assume the longer one is more to his intention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll see that because that's yeah. what I want to see. I want to see sure. the filmmaker's intention. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm and boobs and butts. <laughs> <laughs> those are, those are yeah. When Tarantino like said, like, come see the 70 millimeter one, there's just one shot where the, all 70 millimeters are boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Casey's like, I'm in. <laughs> 70 millimeter boobs. Uh, this I got to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I think good picture to uh, to pick for 70 millimeters Western. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah. my God! Just imagine how so, how just some of the like a we, uh, oh, a winter set western. Yeah. Oh, just dude. there's going to be some oh, beautiful man, fucking shots. Yeah. Did you guys read another topic? I wrote down a few this week. Okay. Seth Rogen. Yeah. Uh, shopping around Gareth, 
Uh, Ennis is the boys' comic adaptation for television. Do you guys know what this is? I've not read it. Um, I haven't read it either. Garth Ennis. Okay. Is a terrific writer. Yeah. Who's Garth Ennis? What else has he done? Uh, he wrote the best run of uh, John Constantine Hellblazer. Okay. And he, he wrote all of Preacher. Oh. oh, okay. So Seth Rogen has some sort of a deal with this guy then? Isn't he Seth Rogen producing yeah. Preacher? Preacher, yeah. Which again, man, I'm rereading Preacher and I'm just like, this is, <laughs> I don't know how this is going to be a TV show. Unless they do it, like you got to go all in or it's going to be lame. Yeah. And if you go all in, it's going to be the most fucked up TV show that has ever been on television. What network yeah. is it again? I don't know, but it's I imagine that they have free network, reign. Yeah, is it yeah. not? But I mean, so, man, it's so out there. I feel like Seth it's Rogen, so great. say what you will about his comedies or whatever. I, I personally have enjoyed most of uh, what yeah, Seth Rogen's yeah, I done. Like him. I think he's true. Um, but I feel like he's got a real integrity to him. Like I feel like if he's set about doing this, he'll do it right. It seems like that's the case. Yeah. yeah. And they are already in production, right? I believe I saw some. Oh, yeah. 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 So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So let's see, like, if this makes Seth Rogen, like, I don't know, is this a new turn in his career where he produces and, and is involved yeah, in a lot of TV series for the this kind of, like, comic adaptation kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know much about the boys, but what I read sounded really cool. Sound yeah, like it could make a, a bunch of uh, boys. boys. Yeah, yeah. Oh. the boys. Oh, <laughs> these guys the are boys. The, the boys. boys. <laughs> it, seemed, it seemed to be about like uh, if you like boys, this <laughs> these are the boys <laughs> for you. <laughs> Pretty good boys. Oh, the boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, it seemed kind of almost like a Watchmen type thing, where it's like, like not not like Watchmen, but it's about a world where there's superheroes, and these people, the boys, are like set to police the superheroes or something along those lines. Oh. Something like that. I could be completely wrong, so I'm sorry if I am to the internet. All right. All right. I also wrote down, uh, with the Mad Max sequels, potentially no Furiosa in Why? whatever the next sequel is. That's crazy. Everybody loves Furiosa. Char- yeah. uh, I'm sure. not surprised, though. Yeah, me either. I mean, she was like It's huge. not like, well, we're done with her, but just like no. that's what he uses Max... In the other two movies, too, is like just he's yeah. the guy that, you know, he's Stumbles your co-pilot in. while you roll into these different parts of this is what's happened. Right. Yeah. You know, this is what we're left with. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, they, they had said something about like they have a whole more story for her. And she, Curly Theron, went on record saying like it's not something I'm like, no, never again. But it also was like a really crazy shoot and took a long time. She has a kid now and it's kind of like maybe not right now. Yeah. Don't don't want to dive right back into it. Sure, mm-hmm. but uh, I would hope that they do something with the character because it's so she's she's amazing. Yeah, so yeah, great. yeah, yeah. She, but at the same time, the arc in the movie is kind of they like that story is kind of finished, right? At the end of the movie. Yeah, absolutely. But the character goes on, and I, I, I honestly, I would be perfectly satisfied if they spun her off into her own series. Me too. And I would follow it. Yeah. Until it got shitty. Yeah. I just hope like. I, well, I don't hope. I have faith that whatever George Miller goes to from this will probably pretty be pretty amazing. Yeah, with what he made there, right? Yeah. Like he could make up a whole new character that's just like amazing. Yeah, new yeah. a new Give one. Give the guy credit. He came up with something. He just done nothing but come up with good shit. Yeah, so, like whatever he's got in mind. Let's. Uh... Let's yeah, just, I, I, Mad I, Max I mean, Happy Feet crossover. From what I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> from what I heard, the Furiosa comic was garbage. Yeah, like l- oh, awful. Really? Yeah, from what I heard. 
So and he wrote it? No, I don't think so. I yeah, think he but... might have had something to do with it, but I don't think it was his. I think he had something baby, to do with yeah. it, and that he said, "Yeah, sure, go ahead." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. You want you want to give me how much? Yeah, okay, right. whatever. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, same as uh, like uh, John Carpenter's production credit on the remake of Escape from New York. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just give me the check. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. How much weed can I get for that? Yeah. <laughs> They, you know they got there's news on that. Uh, oh yeah, escape from New York. On how much weed he got for that? <laughs> yeah, uh, the they guy who uh, whoever I don't know the fellow's name. Uh, the, whoever wrote uh, or created the uh, uh, Luther show with Idris Elba. Okay. Um, that guy is now tapped to yeah. write the Escape from New York. Oh boy! Well, I saw a couple of episodes of Luther and huh. really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a good show. Yeah, yeah. The the Escape remake for me, I'm Not just enough like to watch the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I don't. Re- I'm not hanging on every, you know, like I'm sure there's going to be all the news of who gets cast as who or whatever, and I'm sure it'll be interesting to talk about. But I'm not like, I'm kind of like, when it comes out, I'll watch it. Yeah. Um, you know, like I'll see it. Yeah. yeah and see if it's good or not. If it's not, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. But if it's good, I hope it is. <laughs> Why the heck not? Yeah. Ooh. But I, yeah, that is my like whole remake thing. That I've said a million times. So. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I, I've seen a lot of, like, the standard, like, no, yeah. on the internet. It's kind of like, well, okay, it's like, I, kinda, I get it. I kind of get the notion with Escape from New York. It's like, I love Escape from New York. But I love Escape from New York because it's kind of a terrible movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's really stupid. And it's <laughs> really, really campy. Like, outrageously campy. But that's right. why I love it. Right. And so... Unless you can think of a way to make that whole scenario seem realistic and make sense, uh, which I don't think you can because it's mm. such a preposterous idea. Really they don't do. Yeah, and now, particularly now that you have the, the the New York of 1981 or whatever is long gone, man. You know, the New York of Tom Waits songs does not yeah. exist. Yeah. And then, so therefore, you can't really, it just doesn't, it all doesn't add up, but, you know. So, I mean, with the notion of remaking something like Escape from New York, which is a flawed movie that has great ideas in it, great moments and performances and stuff like that, and vivid characters that you could possibly try and expand on, the whole notion of it just can't really be done today, I feel like. It's, yeah. It's from a different time. And updating it isn't going to make it make any more sense. Mm-hmm. Because also people just don't remember that this is a really campy, fun movie. You're supposed to get kind of drunk and watch it. And, and what's the tone every, of... Huh? What's the tone of Luther? Is that super gritty kind of real? Like, no, or is it's it got a, it's got a, it is, but it has a sense of humor to it. Okay. it it's got a weird kind of... But the sense of humor of Luther comes out of... Uh, comes out of real situations like it, it's so. not it's not wacky or anything is that do you think that because i've never seen luther do you think that kind of if the, the person who made luther goes for that kind of tone could it suit the property maybe okay i can't i can't say for sure yeah mm-hmm. okay whatever. but uh you know yeah, whatever know. i'll fucking watch it, it. wasn't like it I'm like, oh that makes a lot to. of sense okay. but i'm like that guy can write it okay yeah, yeah. You know, so good enough hmm. and if they get idris Elba for it all the better that would be cool. I'm still uh, Emily Blunt is like uh, yeah. the, only, the only way I'll truly. That would be awesome this. too. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, Idris would be cool though. I hadn't really thought about that. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. one of those two. Mostly her. <laughs> um, those were the things that I wrote down. Those are the things that you wrote down. down. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody Craig, else? if you could <laughs> sing everything Dan says for the rest of the episode, that would be good. Yeah, uh-huh. buddy. 
Any other news that anyone else thought of? Uh, Any to other speak news of? anybody else thought of? <laughs> God. <laughs> or things that you guys... It's the melody I like. <laughs> or, wa- or we could jump into what, what we've watched. Yeah, I think we'll yeah, go yeah. into what we watched. I don't watched. know if there's any other news that was worthwhile. Yeah. No. Well, Nothing you guys go. What are you, what are you saying? Uh, I watched a couple things. Okay. Tell me. Uh, I've been uh, in the vein of, uh, of it being October. I've been... Uh, Showing um, horror movies to Maya's, Ooh, which, yeah. as I mentioned before, is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. She screams at everything. That's <laughs> so great. It really is so much fun. It was wonderful. So the first thing that uh, we watched, I think when I got home from record last week, was we watched The Shining. Nice. Oh, fucking right on, man. She fucking loved that yeah. movie. Damn right she did. Scared the, the best. shit out of her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she she really she was super impressed with it. And, yeah. and I hadn't seen it in a couple of years. And... Uh, and she she said to me she was like, uh, it is amazing how good Shelley Duvall is in oh, that yeah. movie. Yeah. And I and I was like, it's funny that you say that because she caught a lot of heat for being terrible in that movie. Yeah. And it's something I never understood me because no, of no. how I'm a... fucking amazing she is in that movie. Yeah, I agree. And watching it again just like fully cemented that. Like yeah. she has so much genuine terror in her oh, performance yeah not just in the genuine uh, genuinely terrifying moments but in the moments where he's just being a dick yeah and she's just kind of trying to deal with it yeah. In, yeah in like the most positive way yeah man she's so good in that movie yeah, yeah. and i mean you it. gotta look at the stairs scene yeah yeah mm. her like exhaustion fear that's going on there yeah. is unreal and how much she doesn't want to hit him with a bat no <laughs> right so good so yeah. fucking good so like, i've never understood that like as a criticism yeah no, I mean, she's so it's, good in it. it's it's i mean i understand because like i think people just see like oh she's weird yeah because she's a strange and and uh that's what maya said she was like uh I I, just, I love she she's just an awkward person mm-hmm. yeah. trying to comprehend a situation and I'm like yeah that's that's what's totally. so fucking great about like and how fragile her character yeah. is uh, oh man. my god Greg just cracked Uh-oh. open the root beer beer Craig, <laughs> Craig's getting all up in them contains guts contains alcohol oh man <laughs> says the game enjoy yeah. once you've opened it what do you think once you pop Spin, of spin doctor oh that's really weird yep yeah there you go <laughs> that's a that is a weird beer. And there's a lot of weird things happening yeah. inside is, my mouth. That is one strange beverage. <laughs> mm. Is it taste like root beer? Um, it tastes like root. Parts of it do. <laughs> I found it had a. It tasted Which parts the the liquid parts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the solid chunks. <laughs> I I found it tasted like chemical like as like root beer tastes like chemicals already because it's a soda. But it was like we put more chemicals in this one. Yeah, there's yeah. some weird action going on here. <laughs> Well, now I'm oh. curious. Now I want to yeah, get into it. Now I want to snap <laughs> into the They're going to crack open too, eh? Yeah. Oh, Can my get God. That, get that thing. Here you go. There you go. Yeah. Spin Doctor. Mm. All right. Hey, uh, Spin Doctor, when Caught. you were, uh, you know, inside my mouth biting my tongue. <laughs> uh, was that weird? <laughs> I like that you guys went straight from coffee to weird beer. <laughs> and there's still more coffee here. That's <laughs> Yeah, that's good. good. Yeah. yeah, you liked it, guys. I'm not gonna lie to you; it tastes a lot like root beer. Yeah, yeah. there's definitely a thing at the end that <laughs> makes you go. Um, <laughs> it feels like there's um, more space in my mouth, and <laughs> possibly because it's eating at my tongue. Yeah, but there's some weird aftertaste. I, ha- I have a feeling it'll be one of those yeah. things where if it's not cold, you'll like you'll get halfway through, and once it's warmed up a bit, you'll be like, "Well, I can't." 
do this. Anymore. No, this should never be warm. Challenge accepted. Now the <laughs> now the second sip. That yeah. really cements it as a strange thing to put into your face. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, oh, I got to bring this back for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Glad you did. And you brought a cold, which is very nice. Of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. yeah, it's nice and cold. Ooh. Yeah, um, what else did you guys have you guys been watching? I yeah, watched yeah. Um, nothing because I was on the road, sure. but I did see some pretty hilarious uh, American television. Oh, I saw some MTV show that was like. Mm. Um, a show where they make over somebody, but instead of making over just the person, like their their style, right. which they do on the show, they also make over their online dating profile. And it was called like swipe left for love or swipe right for love or something. It that was makes me want disgusting. To kick myself in the teeth and then watch that. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was so awful. It was like, what are you looking for? You're looking for a relationship? They'll, why are all your photos like sexy photos? Like, you're just going to attract people that want to have sex and nothing else. Like, so we're going to like tell you things to put up and like on your online dating wall and we're, we're going to make you less sexually appealing. <laughs> and, it's like, and they like took photos of her like holding balloons. It's like, this is a nice photo. It was like so weird. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I don't even know what to do with that. Thank you, MTV. Yeah. And then good. I was like, well, I'm in America. I'll just watch some cops. So there I watched yeah. some cops for a while. Oh my God. <laughs> and you were like, hey, that's happening right outside my door. Yeah. I was, I was like, America. you know, in today's media landscape and world, Cops, like, when I was younger was really funny and crazy mm-hmm. and, like, entertaining. But watching Cops now after, like, all the things that happen and hit the news and that we yeah. read about, I was like, no, this is this is a horror horror show. <laughs> like, I was sad and, yeah. like, scared. Yeah. And, like, their cops are, you know, like, putting their neck in the back of someone's – putting their knee in the back of someone's neck as yeah. they put them to the ground. And when you were a kid, you're like, whoa, hilarious. And now you're like, oh, my God, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. frightening. Cops. Yeah. That's terrifying. Should have watched uh, – Cops uh, fighting crime in a future time. I should yeah. have. Should have that you should have watched. Period. Oh, period. <laughs> Periods. I watched the shit out of some of that yeah. when I was a kid. Sure. Big boss. Yeah. Hey, big boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Ah, Berserko. Somebody uh, needs to do a. Has there been a mashup where it's those animated uh, cops running around? I don't beating, know why <laughs> beating that hasn't white been a thing yet. Yeah. <laughs> ah, buttons McBoom Boom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like a mashup. <laughs> that was a character who always shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Yeah. Quick update on the Spin Doctor. I'm already drunk. It contains alcohol. Yeah, a lot of it. I've got one left at home for me, so mm-hmm. I'll try it. Greg, what have you been watching? Um, I watched a couple things. Mm-hmm. Watched uh, the Beast Within. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. I Actually, saw that recently. Uh, that's the VHS the, they're remaking that, right? Yeah. And, well, here's what's interesting. So I have the VHS copy down there. I love the original uh, cover so, oh, so much. Oh, the cover's so good, yeah. Um, which I, you, we usually, when you look at it on IMDb, it's got the fucking like, cheap DVD version. Yeah. And I don't know why, because that cover's so great. Yeah, yeah it like, is. That'll sell copies. Yeah. Right? I, the, together. the screen I mean, fa- yeah. the screen oh, yeah. factory uh blu-ray has like a reversible cover with that on oh, the one sweet. side so i can yeah. reverse it and put it nice. like to the good one yeah yeah um so it was written by tom holland yeah or a story by or something like that um and he's the one who's slated to direct the remake. Yeah. yeah. Which is, then I'm like, that's super interesting. And this is a movie, yeah, go ahead and remake it. Because it's not yeah, like. it's not perfect. No, it's really got some dead, boring shit in it. And, 
but his like there's like some there's an idea in there that's really yeah there's cool. a good idea in there and so the transformation scene's pretty sweet yeah you know and the guy that they cast is the kid um he's not necessarily a bad actor or a good one but boy does he have fantastic crazy face yeah <laughs> he does crazy face like no one have ever seen it's yeah. very very good i think that's why they put him on the dvd because the sure. dvd like has him in like a letterman's jacket kind of yeah, going yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, do, yeah. doing some crazy yeah things. yeah yeah but just like and that's like that's when he's like yell face but it's when he's like up close with somebody and getting mm-hmm. all worked up there's some something wrong. <laughs> no effects there. That just that guy's got some shit. Um, what an amazing tagline too. We dare you to sit through the last thirty minutes of this film without covering your eyes, screaming, or running from your seat. Yeah. Oh, like dare challenge you. accepted again. I fucking yeah. dare you. Yeah. I dare you. The yeah. last thirty minutes make up for the first hour. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they kind of do. <laughs> There's a little bit of. Well, that that reminds me. One of the one of the Argento movies is like the only thing scarier than the yeah, last. Suspiria. Yeah, the only yeah. thing scarier than the. F- then the last 10 minutes or the first 90 so or you're whatever. telling me that the, the end mo- isn't as good disappointing as ending. <laughs> yeah. it's the worst you did not think this through <laughs> that movie was scary until the last 20 minutes then it was very disappointing <laughs> come watch our movie peter yeah. out yeah <laughs> yeah no i remember when i watched uh the beast within there's like a very like he's trying to do this interesting thing with like the cicadia bugs or something is yeah, 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 yeah. and I, I heard him on a on the podcast killer pov talk about how like the whole like bug cycle thing was like a big kind of thematic thing in the movie before it got made in the script yeah. and stuff and it kind of just a, be- it's a, based on a book so. yeah and i i feel like it's a movie that like if he's gonna make it there's like you know, a, a version of this movie in there that he probably wanted it yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right. So I'm curious to see that. I'd like to see what. Definitely. This is definitely something to remake. Yeah, it is and a also, cool movie. What a good. T-shirt. What a good cover. T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Make that a t-shirt. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a great t-shirt. Yeah, pretty sweet, man. Yeah, yeah. pretty sweet. What? Uh, what else, Dan? Uh, Nothing for me. Yeah, I was just on roller coasters the whole time. <laughs> All right. I uh, real quick, I'll cycle through a couple things. Yeah. Uh, rewatched Cloverfield because mm-hmm. oh. I really like that movie. Yeah, me too. Out. Then I rewatched Cloverfield. That's not a good movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Sure, There's I have never watched stuff. it a second time because I've never felt inclined to. Because I'm like, I don't think I want to listen to it again. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you don't, you don't want to go. The characters are grating. Yeah, and uh, you know, T.J. Miller is always funny. Yeah, but even the T.J. Millerness of his character is yeah. like, uh, cut it out. Yeah, and also it gives you the the stock. Uh, why are you still filming this? Because uh, people need to see this. Uh, fuck off. Nah, nobody, never. Yeah, yeah. Just don't do it. Just don't bring it up. Yeah. Just fuck off. Yeah, it's, it's real dumb. The monster looks real cool. The yeah. fact that there's little monsters on him, also cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, also hearing uh, uh, Myos go, did she blow up? <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty great. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, eh, skip skip a second watch. Yeah, Don't yeah. need it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like that, like, it, or why why are you still filming thing in movies is a lot like the cell phone thing. It's like it. So many people were like, if they had a cell phone, they'd just go for help. And yeah. it's like, yeah. if you don't say, oh, well, there's no signal, then it's like everyone's just going to say that. And then it oh, became a thing. Not that everyone, was, just some dumbass. Yeah. That, who can't enjoy a fucking it, movie. It's like the same thing. It's like. <laughs> that was another thing uh, about, excuse me while I be that dumbass. <laughs> uh, that, 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 that was, was another, another thing, thing about, about the visit about you the didn't visit like. Was that they get there and they're like, no bars. We don't have any reception. Let's Skype mom. Yeah, like they have they they have no they have no connection to the internet except for when they do. I think there was a dial up or something like that. They didn't have to plug it in. 
Yeah. Wasn't plugged into the wall. But oh. into the phone I mean, line. if you really, for Casey's point, if like I Listen, was ready, it doesn't to, make any yeah. sense. <laughs> I was ready to say it's a wired connection. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, but I, if they didn't have, I guess if they didn't have a wireless router, but they did have a wired connection to the internet, that would make sense. But I was thinking like they could just connect to the Wi-Fi on there. Yeah. Phones, why but maybe they, they just, don't have Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't plug Do a. Do they ever? Um, but the thing is, it doesn't matter anyway because, because they, they have a connection. Phones. They didn't need their phones. They no, have a connection. There's no reason to. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know I loved that movie. That's all we need to talk about. Yeah. Uh, another movie that uh, that I watched just real quick yeah. uh, was uh, the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Oh. Yes. Because oh. uh, uh, Maya's never seen it. And yeah. um, yep, that is still just great yeah it's a very good movie just an expert have you shown her the made. original one yet no no she do we the, still want to do those yeah do, yeah do, do, oh, order. do, do the trilogy yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, a, yeah. it's a nice she little experience yeah matthew brown posted on the the post for our last episode to thank greg for bringing those up because he went through and watched them all oh i didn't yeah. see that did he I, yeah no, that's he did. Great. Yeah. i don't know i th- i think he i'm not sure if he had seen any of them or not but he uh. yeah he uh enjoyed them thoroughly fuck yeah it's good stuff yeah Nice. Do you think our listeners uh, have like a picture of what Matthew Brown looks like? Because <laughs> we talk about him every day, all day. Yeah. <laughs> Anything um, else? Uh, update on the beer. Update on the beer. Halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are taking a big gulps of it. <laughs> I've got a about a third of a can to go. Yeah. You guys chugged those beers. It's been like five minutes since you opened them. Yeah. I'm terrified of it getting warm. Yeah. 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 That. I, yeah. That. That's what it is. Yeah. Although it's already. Just disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> like the aftertaste has overtaken everything mm-hmm. else, yeah. and my head is filled with that taste yeah, yeah. now. And yeah. it's starting to get like really warm in this room. So. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, hot. It really yeah, is. Yeah, and I think that's there. why I keep drinking it more aggressively because right. like I'm hot. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. And it is ooh, nice. that's gonna cool me down and yeah. make me shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and then that shit will cool me down <laughs> in my pants. Ew. <laughs> I got a whole plan. Uh, fellas. It's like a nice cool shit. <laughs> Summer day. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing better than taking a nice cool shit in your pants on a hot, hot summer, summer day. day. <laughs> gross. <laughs> oh, I brought it up. Gross. <laughs> I, I led us down this path. Signed up there, taking shit in your pants. <laughs> and I love you very much. <laughs> and I love you very much. Oh my god. I am drunk. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, I got one other thing major to watch, but you go ahead. What? To talk about, you mean? (coughs) That you watch? So I'm going to watch something, (laughs) and then I'll talk about it. Okay. You guys hang out. Yeah. Uh, What else did I... Oh, I watched that. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. Oh, man. Uh, I have been meaning to watch that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That movie... It's a great fucking movie. That movie exhausts me. (laughs) It's, um... Yeah, I like that movie quite a bit, and it's such a it's such a different tone. It's so different. Yeah. Um, it's like a comedy, basically, right? It, it, it is, but, but it's, not, so, it's so it's violent. not funny when, comedy. When it gets aggressive, it's really aggressive. Yeah, it's a so, mean movie. Yeah, um, that has like these weird light tones to it. Man, Dennis Hopper's fucking awesome in it. So awesome. Um, like the whole scene when he goes to the, the store to buy the chainsaws. Yeah, and is testing out like how to yeah. fight with them. <laughs> yeah, and then it goes and attacks that log outside. Huh. Oh. That is a wonderful moment of film. <laughs> yeah. really good. Um, and I, don't have my, I didn't look it up or anything. I, mean, I know she's sort of a cult icon, but um, the, the girl who plays Stretch in it, the mm-hmm. lead, I, I think she's fucking fantastic. Yeah, she is. So good. She holds that whole movie down so well. Right up until the end. 
Well, yeah. Well, I love the end of that movie. Yeah. Nothing feels. Oh no, more... I'm not saying up until the end, and yeah. then she's terrible at the end. Like she just heightens it to a fucking yeah, great yeah. degree. I think it's maybe it's the most uh, definitive end to a movie there is. It's just like. That's done. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know, like at the end of uh, Texas Chainsaw, it's yeah. brilliant because she's just broken. Yeah. In yeah. The back of that truck. It's just so haunting and fucked up. And this one, there's nothing more satisfying as your main character surviving everything and standing on top of a tower screaming bloody murder while yeah. swinging a chainsaw over her head. And it's yeah. just like, I, all movies should end like that. That's how Schindler's List should have ended. <laughs> That's how Yentl should have ended. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 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 All right. That's how the conversation should have ended. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Gene Hackman just, just swinging a saxophone yeah. over his head. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, really fun, dirty, dirty movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yentl. I don't know. Why not? <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, you know, we were talking, we talked about you know, the poltergeist thing mm-hmm. and this and that. It's really interesting when you look at the. Toby Hooper's career. Like, I know a lot of people are like, well, tonally, Poltergeist isn't like the other movies. Yeah. Like, but none of his fucking movies are like any of his movies. Yeah, yeah. But Texas Chainsaw 1 and 2, radically different. Yeah. Invaders from Mars, radically different. Oh, shit. Fucking Life Force, radically, radically different. different. That's uh, that's another thing I watched was uh, Invaders from that's Mars. right. Yeah. How did that hold up? Not uh, good you uh, meant, kind of mentioned? I'll tell you what. Not good at all. No? Uh, not good uh, at all. Because I remember it being kind of like... In in a wacky way, kind of like a weird little funny yeah, weird I saw it movie. In theaters and I really liked it. Yeah. I loved it when I was a kid. Yeah. It's like that weird campy tone, but yeah. still, I was so disturbed and I was like, "Don't eat raw meat." Mm, yeah. uh, and then uh, and then yeah, I just rewatched it and it is so dumb. Yeah, <laughs> you think Toby Hooper, Dan O'Bannon? Yeah, yeah. what? How right? could that be? Yeah. Could homage that be to fifties and sixties uh, horror and sci fi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. Louise Fletcher. Uh, Louise Fletcher. And Louise Fletcher is great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking great. Watching Louise yeah. Fletcher eat a frog is always super fun. So good, yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, oh, what's her name? Um, Lorraine Newman. No, not Lorraine Newman. Uh, Lorraine Newman. <laughs> not her. <laughs> hey, that was pretty good. Thanks. <laughs> Proud of myself. Uh, oh, shit. I, uh, I remember. The, the other, like, the, 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 the lead. Uh uh, the one oh, Karen Black. Uh, Karen Black. Yes, yeah. Karen Black. God awful. Yeah. Just really? God awful. See, but I don't know how god awful she was, because I was a young kid and I saw that movie. Um, I saw it with my mom in the theater. <laughs> of course you did. And uh, Owen more on that. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tantalizing. Totally. I saw it with my mom in the theater. I didn't know who Karen Black was, but I was very, very interested and excited about movies when I was a kid, and when I didn't know something I wanted to, yeah. I didn't want to be not knowing. And so uh, she was like Karen Black was like a one of, like the original screen queen. She's yeah. like a you know B movie you know. Uh, She's amazing in Five Easy Pieces. Totally. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh yeah. So that movie taught me who Karen Black was because I was like, she was really like interesting. Like mm-hmm. I left the movie going like, who was that lady? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I I'd already seen Cuckoo's Nest when I was ten or whatever, so I knew who Louise Fletcher was, and obviously I knew who Larry Newman was. But I think the problem with that movie too is the kid. 
Uh, yeah. Because he sucks. He really sucks. I hate that when a kid sucks. Because yeah. you don't want to be like, hey, 10-year-old, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like that. Well, yeah. Greg, <laughs> Greg, you don't have to call him up and tell him that. Well, <laughs> yeah, he never needs well, to I don't know. think his parents are doing it, yeah. so... <laughs> Somebody's so got somebody to. has and to. I know. I know he's like forty now, but uh, yeah, when you yeah. were ten years old, you were a piece you of were shit. a real piece of shit. <laughs> I don't know you now. Yeah. Maybe you're very nice. See, I remember the first chunk of that movie having that kind of like wonder weirdness. Like I remember catching yeah, it on no, TV when I was young, things. being like, it "Starts no, out, he's, he's figured out the secret, and no one believes him." That's uh yeah. But that's the thing is that there's no one else to not believe him. Okay. There's just. Uh, you know, he figured out this thing and then one person doesn't believe him and then everybody's a pod person except yeah. for Karen Black and she yeah. believes him and she's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I don't know. He's totally like, you know what he, that kid reminds me of is the kid from uh, Last Action Hero. Yeah. You know? And just like, ah. Oh, yeah. yeah, you don't center your movie around a shitty kid. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, just don't do it. Yeah. So save the cat. Unless the, yeah. Don't don't center your movie around yeah. a shitty kid. It was like rule Unless two. it's a movie called Shitty Kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In which case it's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, I that like I wrote a sequel to Kids called The Shitty Kid. Called Shitty Kids. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm pretty sure Kids w- should have been it's called Shitty, shitty Kids. kids. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um oh, so well, go ahead. I got one more thing and we'll finish this stuff. Yeah. Uh, I thought I just. Oh, went was that it? Yeah. Did you go? Uh, no, I have. I have one like kind of big thing that I watched that I was wrestling between that and the other movie that I watched for huh? uh, film roulette. Oh, okay. But uh, I watched um, uh, uh, Straight Outta Compton. Oh yeah. Oh. And uh, it made me. Uh, I loved it. Uh huh. Like it's. Yeah. It's super entertaining. Insanely entertaining. Yeah. Very entertaining. Yeah. But I hated it for the fact <laughs> that it made me totally fucking love. These people who I know in real life are a bunch of shitheads. Yeah. yeah. Like, they <laughs> like, cut out all the d- dirty shit. All of the know? horrible shit that these assholes did. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Um, and it's and, horrible and just shit. just made them... Now, granted, the things that they do in the movie, they did in real life. Yes. And that they did them in real life is nothing short of heroic. Yeah. But these people were also shitty people. Doing all these horrible things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, the message it is, is again, maybe... It's, it's, uh, everything that happens in that movie totally fucking happened. Like, yeah. that, it is the bullet yeah. points of, like, this shit went down yeah don't worry just, about this over here yeah <laughs> uh just don't i keep i'm, I'm trying not to use the, the term whitewash because it's yeah. just it's wrong but yeah they, they they really do just gloss over like show show everything about these people yeah show yeah. why the why again like you said perfectly fucking encapsulated uh dan you said uh uh you know show the irony of of this uh you know, ho- homophobic fuckface who then gets AIDS yeah. and has to and has to deal with the fact that in at the time he got AIDS and was very sick, he was dealing with what was thought to be a homosexual disease. Yeah, and how and how that had that you know his his whole perspective had to change as a result of it. Yeah, or maybe didn't change. And so that whatever was it is, yeah, whatever yeah. it is, it's fucking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I will. See, the the guy they got to play Dr. Dre was uh, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, o- O'Shea Jackson Jr. Is, yeah. is, he, is he? He's a junior. Yeah. He was dead fucking on. Yeah. I really hope that guy gets more shit. Yeah. He he's was really great. Good. And, and the fucking kid who played uh, Easy. Yeah. Was he's fucking great. Dead on. Too. Yeah. Those two. Paul really, Giamatti, really good. of course, was great too. Yeah. Um. <laughs> now I watched this movie. Uh, I saw most of it, but um. My, uh, I totally promised that I wasn't going to be like, oh, my daughter did this. <laughs> but she's at this point now she's where... She's a rapper? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, she, 
she's in NWA now, mm-hmm. uh, where she uh, um, she just needs attention all the time. So if you're not staring directly at her or paying attention, she just uh, starts to scream. Oh, and it's not like crying or anything. It's just that. like that sounds like a good racket. Ah! Ah! <laughs> ah! I have a voice and I'm using it. And it's really funny. So uh, I was paying a lot of attention to that. Yeah. But yeah, by and large, really entertaining movie. Yeah. But again, they really should have gone more in depth with it. Yeah, that. yeah. And there was just things with, uh, like, there was some, some real, like, uh, I really enjoyed the movie, but it had some super after school special kind of moments going oh, on. Oh, my goodness. It, it, everything was really tied up in a neat little bow. Yeah, yeah. The guy that got to play Suge Knight was fucking great. Yeah, it looks a lot like him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah too much, too much of the uh, the back half of the movie is the like back and forth about money and like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. contracts and stuff. Yo, man, what are you gonna call it? Aftermath. Aftermath. Yeah. Exit the building. (laughs) (laughs) Did not go down like that. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How how fucking could it have? Yeah. Yeah, It's uh, uh, a lot about it was really dumb, but it was so easily Mm -hmm. forgiven because of what it didn't feel like a two and a half hour movie. Huh? No, when all. I saw it in theater, didn't feel like it was too. No, no, I was entertained the whole time, yeah, but yeah. it just got some garbage in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Gr- what was yours, Greg? Uh, I, well, nothing else. I really uh, that I saw. I just been like catching up on Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, hey, season five is really good. Yeah, yeah, really, really? Like, maybe the best one. Are you doing the spinoff, whatever that new one is? I don't know. I mean, listen, I Walking like Dead? Walking Dead. It's an easy light watch. Mm-hmm. It's not a good show though. Yeah. Uh, but season five is definitely the best that they've done. Okay. Season four and five, easily the two best seasons. Which um, is the one with the uh, governor? Uh, three. That I guess. is where I jumped off yeah, the boarding that train. Fucking crap! <laughs> they, they, they tie it all up though. It's all good. You get out of it, man. Yeah. I just found, but like, not only that, I found that every character also lost any character traits whatsoever. Everybody became the exact same expert zombie fighting character. Yeah. And it oh, was so boring to watch. I mean, yeah, it, you can kill zombies in cool ways for a season or two, but then uh, it just became that. It became nothing but that. Yeah, yeah. No, it, listen, it's not a great show, but it's no. a watchable one if you're willing to. Just, yeah. It's it's my. I need something just like whatever right now. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I was talking to my mom on the phone the other day. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, I keep on mentioning on the podcast all these movies that we saw together. Yeah. In the theater, and like, like now they were asking me what you're. I always said what I thought of them like what did you think of them and I was like we just talking about Miami Blues and like do you remember that movie and she's like Miami Blues I'm like Alec Baldwin pretends to be a cop and he's a con man he's an ex-con and uh, Fred Ward's in it yeah and she's like oh yeah yeah I remember that and she's like it was it was, it was pretty good yeah she's like I really liked Alec Baldwin in it because it, when he would switch and turn on the charm as the con man yeah it was great to see like the difference between the, the hardened con you know ex-con at dinner mm-hmm. and then like this weird affable like really really charming piece of shit yeah and I was like oh that's great and I'm glad you remember the movie that well <laughs> yeah <laughs> totally so we talked about it a little bit more and I was like, because we lived right by a cineplex, I'm like, yeah, we'd just watch, as long as it was out, then we would see it. That's kind of how things worked. And I just offhand threw out a movie that I'd noticed was on Netflix. So that I'm like, you know, like, you know, we saw garbage like the first power. Oh, yeah. And she's like, what's that? And I'm like, that's this garbage Lou Diamond. Lou Diamond Satan. Yeah. <laughs> Cult shit with Lou Diamond Phillips. And she's like, I don't remember that at all. I'm like, we saw it. And she's like, where can I watch it? I'm like, it's on YouTube. Uh, so she's like, I'm going to try and find it and watch it. Oh, <laughs> man. I'll tell you what to tell the guys about. That's amazing. <laughs> so, right. My mom might 
via satellite review the first power first. <laughs> we that has to happen. I will let you know. It's yeah, a new segment where Greg's mom reviews Lou Diamond Phillips movies. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I quite liked him. That has uh, to happen. Yeah. Oh, who mm-hmm. didn't? Yeah, sure. That's amazing. Next up, bats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that yeah, needs to good. happen. But yeah, uh, Miami Blues got the mom's seal of approval. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel Update s- on the beer? I feel sick. Yeah. <laughs> Start eating some of the candy. Greg switched, <laughs> Greg switched back I to beer. To, I mean, no, back, back to, to coffee, coffee already. Yeah, so well, Greg, well, you gotta sober up. Greg has like a layer of coffee and a layer of root beer beer, and then now he's dumping more coffee <laughs> on top. That's not a good mix. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's like a liquid version of my dinner. <laughs> Just everything you don't you, want uh, together. Someone melt some cheese into my coffee. Yeah. <laughs> or crumble some Dostitos uh, in here. Yeah. Well, should we get to film roulette? Okay. Let's do it. Film Relit is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good or winner's choice like it was last week. Casey and I won. We got to watch whatever we wanted, but the loser has to go see something that we have paired the losing up. losing roller. Yes, the I loser. The loser. <laughs> the loser has to <laughs> see something that we loser don't. Or the Legro, as yeah. we call it. <laughs> Has to see something we don't want to see. This week, since it was Winner's Choice, we paired it up with a film on Netflix, uh, Russell Madness. This is an Air Bud Presents film. So we will talk about that, but the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Uh, uh, 1989 by Ryan Adams is a cover uh, in, of the entire album by Taylor Swift. I believe Casey, you, no, Greg, you gave it to us? That's right. Yeah, so Casey and I will talk about that, and we'll roll for next week. Oh, you gave us the original, or or you gave us the, the Ryan cover. Adams yeah. one. Yeah. Did I give you guys the Taylor Swift no. one? No. No, not at all? No. Okay. Uh-uh. So this week was winner's choice. Casey and I were allowed to watch whatever we felt. Whatever. Like watching. Casey, yeah. tell us about what you watched. All what's, right, the, what, what's the name here? Let me get in on IMDb. All right. Guys, I watched a movie. Mm-hmm. By visionary filmmaker Eli Roth. Oh, oh I'm very knock curious. knock. Okay, oh, I was wondering if it was going to be Green Inferno. Green, Green Inferno? Inferno or not? Yeah. Nope. Okay. It was knock knock. Okay, knock knock. This... Knock knock. Who's there? A terrible movie. Oh, <laughs> knock knock is from 2015. It is the new film from Eli Roth. I feel like we should just end the review there. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Stars Keanu Reeves. I feel Reeves, like we could. Yeah. Uh, Lorenzo Izzo, Ana Diarmas, and more. Uh, this film, as described in IMDb synopsis, is when a devoted husband and father is left home alone for the weekend, two stranded young women unexpectedly knock on his door for help. What starts out as a guest, uh, as a kind gesture, results in a dangerous seduction and deadly game of cat and mouse. This is getting 55 on Metacritic. It was that written seems and directed. Impossibly high. Uh, by Eli Roth. Mm. Uh, his previous film, people remember. Green Inferno took a long time to come out. Played the festival circuit years ago. Mm-hmm. This was his latest one. Mm-hmm. Um, now, from what I could tell, this movie seemed to be trying to throw back to 
the sort of tawdry 90s trash thrillers. Um, what what kind of, of vibe are we getting here? Is that correct? Like a wild things kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, like or uh, like a... Like, yeah, like, like I, I sort of likened it to... Yeah, like I sort of likened it to movies like What's Unlawful Entry the, or Pacific Heights. Yeah. Uh, What's the one with Bruce Willis and that... Uh, oh, the lit, sex movie? Yeah. Uh, like the color of sex or something. <laughs> Casual sex. Uh, no, you're thinking of the Victoria Jackson yeah, Leah Thompson yeah. blind date. No, no, no. That's a great movie. Striking distance. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, <laughs> sexing different distance. Blind the color sex. of night. Uh, the color of heat. Color uh, of night. The color purple. Yeah. Color... <laughs> uh, I don't purple know. Purple rose of Cairo. It it doesn't fucking matter. As always, yeah. whoever it is out there that has yelled the correct answer into your car steering wheel as you drive, listening to this, we yeah. are sorry. Color of night. I was great. There you go. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. Uh, oh boy, this is the worst movie I've seen in a long time. Really? Okay. It hmm. feels it feels like uh, a student film. Like it feels like. Uh, something that a nobody made for no money. Well, maybe not for no money. They spent a lot of money renting the house. Sure. Yeah. Because it's a big house. All right. uh, it's probably Eli Roth's house. The acting <laughs> across the board. It's probably David Dakota's house. I was just going to say. <laughs> there like a half car sofa in there? Yeah, there, there was. And there was like a piece of wood wearing pantyhose. <laughs> um, uh, no, sorry. <laughs> that was one of the girls. Uh, oh, it's, what an acting. Uh, I see where you went yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> I went a long way to get there. <laughs> was the wooden the the wooden actress the wife or girlfriend of Eli Roth? Because uh, one of them is, uh, I believe. Oh yeah, I think the um, one of them is. Anyway, uh, I can't remember which one. Yeah. Also, I've had a lot of this root beer thing, and I'm losing my mind. Spin doctor, yeah. drink up, get to where I am, baby. Uh, yeah, they, they dump start the coffee on that root beer. Coffee beer. on that thing. <laughs> where where are you right now? <laughs> yeah. I don't um, know. Can you I'm help me? In a better me? place. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Craig's dead. Yeah. <laughs> He's in a better place now. Uh, so the movie starts out, and it's uh, uh, Keanu Reeves, and he's with his family, and it's Father's Day. And uh, a more wooden family you have not seen. <laughs> like, you know. More wooden than the family I carved out of wood that one time? <laughs> <laughs> as wooden as. <laughs> That was weird that you did that, by the way. I was lonely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. I still call them sometimes. Um, it's, uh, uh, you know that thing like where when you see The Matrix or, uh, or um, uh, what was it, uh, John Wick, and you go like, he's really good at this kind of thing, or speed, you know, like, and you go, like I when really he's like in the right Keanu thing, Reeves, yeah. in this, when he's like a super capable guy who doesn't have to do too much and he's just kind of brooding and stuff you go yeah. okay that guy's really good yeah um but when he's trying to be relatable like in this movie he's trying to be like relatable with his kids and he's like hey kids it's <laughs> father's day thank you for the father's day gift oh, i'm a monster rah, rah. And oh, he does, i like, am an whole... fbi monster <laughs> <laughs> um so, he, but he so he's trying, like pretending to be like this monster kind of thing, and he it's like he doesn't understand what wh what people are like. <laughs> like he doesn't understand how people relate to each other. Uh -huh. I feel like there's some kind of sociopath floating around in Keanu Reeves' head. Um, he seems so delightful. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, sociopaths uh, generally maybe he's just not are, are good at mimicking actor. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe maybe what... he feels too much, Casey. Yeah. <laughs> he probably has too big a heart. Yeah. yeah, I feel like he needs somebody as a director that is really 
working with him. And I don't know. I, this is all speculation about Eli Roth and his directorial techniques. But I can, I can imagine a situation where Eli Roth just wants the Keanu who is here and hanging out and like doing the movie and it's casual and like you're you're you know you're a guy you're a regular guy so mm-hmm. just like bring that kind of regular vibe and that's the the kind of stuff you're right that like Keanu Reeves is so bad at like he's if he's really left to his own devices yeah. it's kind of like what are you doing but yeah. if he's coached in the right way by people on a set to do the things that need to be done like I feel like I mean, this is uh, maybe Eli Roth tried to do that. I don't know, but it does kind of and feel maybe like... he just didn't know how. Yeah, but it almost feels like at points it feels like Keanu Reeves is trying to reach Nick Cage levels, mm-hmm. hey. but uh, but he he has nowhere near the charisma to do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, so it's it's very embarrassing to watch him. Whatever. I could get past it if there was some semblance of a story, but there is zero story to this fucking thing. These two girls show up. His family goes away. These two girls show up one night, and they're sexy young ladies, and... uh, And I love you very much. (laughs) And I love love you you very much. much. (laughs) Uh, A couple of shit flies show up at his door. (laughs) All hell breaks loose. Uh, And they're... um, Again, I, I liken it to uh, like a young young filmmaker who just has money but no idea how to make a film yeah. and just gets his friends to be in it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they're like two girls who sort of fancy themselves actors but uh, don't actually know how to act. So they're just doing everything really big and they're like, okay, you're very sexual and you're over-sexual. So they're like doing that thing like we're like, we're dancing around and we're having fun. But it's way too much and it's really uh, it's really offensive. And they're both extremely attractive. But you're just like to the point where you're just like, you should keep your clothes on. You should stop doing this whole sexual thing because it's it's really in your face and it's really too much to the point where it's offensive. Uh, And and so they're they're, you know, being overtly sexual with him and coming on to him. And then they go into his bathroom and disrobe and then they're like having a bubble bath and they're all naked and then they seduce him and they fuck him and then they play this. Uh, you know, kind of game with them where they're like, we're going to tell, we're only 15 and we're going to tell your, uh, oh, that might be a spoiler, by the way. Please don't see this movie. I'm going to spoil the shit. Well, I heard the ending and I I mentioned that before, I believe. And and, uh, I want to, I think we need to spoil the ending (laughs) because the the way, the way it was told to me was like, I, somebody i know like had a copy and they were like i the the ending of the movie is like him buried up to his neck with like a phone in front of him or something like with something all of the information or pictures or something being shared like you see like it's been shared to your family and he's like no yeah like in front of a phone yeah and i was like that sounds so stupid (laughs) it's like how is that like tense or like like a phone and you're buried up to your neck with a phone. Is that what it is? Is it well, a phone or what? Well, because it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I'll get there. But but anyway, so the girls seduce him and and, and the sex scene is I think supposed to be like uh, yeah. Open up good, those Greg. chocolates. Throw some chocolate on top. <laughs> on the... I'm enjoying your story. I'm enjoying your story. That's how scary these candies are. Yeah. Oh my God, the red inside. Ah! Is it scary? It's terrifying. Let me see. <laughs> that is scarier than the movie I watched. The spooky drop of red number five. <laughs> um, 
so uh, uh, yeah, so the the girls basically come uh, and, and tie him up a- after they all fuck. Oh yeah, the the sex scene I think is supposed to be a real throwback to those kind of sleazy '90s kind of okay. movies. Uh, but it's just really funny because it all happens like uh, behind a glass door, um, uh, a kind of a frosted. Well, it's like uh, uh, condensation on the on mm-hmm. the door, so you can't really see anything until every once in a while a boob is pushed up against <laughs> the door, and you go a boob, and then, and then a butt sex. is pushed up against the door, and you're like, this is the dumbest, less or least sexy thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so then the, the girls proceed to just sort of, they tie him up and they play a little game. They're like, oh, we're 15 and you fucked us both. So we're like, you're going to jail. And then, so they tie him up and they uh, put these headphones on him uh, and, and they have like static, like really loud static or whatever, uh, or in feedback in the, in the headphones. And when he gets, they play this game show with him kind of thing uh, saying like, oh, well, what does a pedophile deserve? Do they deserve, you know, uh, jail or to lose their family or death or whatever? And he's like, if he answers, that's what they'll do kind of thing. And if he doesn't answer, they turn up the static and he's and he and screams like, oh. hilariously. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a Nick Cage ugh. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah like it really should the have bees. been Nick Cage. Like if it was Nick Cage's movie, would have had some life in it. Yeah. And the two lifeless girls uh, trying their hardest to have some kind of charisma, but nobody in this movie does. It is dead. It is a fucking stillborn dead so movie. He gets his comeuppance. What is what's the? But the thing is, what's the they, point? Yes, it is. There's it trying no to, is it point. Trying it's to be just like... this sort of nihilistic. Like these girls come in and uh, uh, and seduce him, and he and at first, like he takes everything. Like where's like no girls, you know? Uh, I, I'm happily married. I love my family. I love my wife. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. No, no, no. But he does make the decision to fuck them. Uh, and like they're all, they're naked. They're these two like super hot naked girls all over him kind of thing. And he's, and he just reaches the point where he can't, you know, take it anymore. And he gives in and he has sex with them. And that's wrong. You know, he had the, he, he had the wherewithal to make the decision not to have sex with them. And then he didn't. And then they just go, you know, and ruin his life. But by the end of it, 
Oh, and then they start to have all these kind of like uh, ham-fisted kind of like one of the girls is like, um, you're my daddy now. Fuck me, daddy. Daddy, yeah. you got to fuck me all the time because you're my daddy. And my daddy fucked me when I was little. And that's why I did that to mommy. Like it telegraphs everything by virtue of the fact that just every character says everything they're thinking all the time. This is a Heather's part two for you. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I wish this movie was uh, as good as, as Heather's mm. because Heather's at least. Uh, is terrible but has a couple of funny lines and has some life in it yeah this movie has no life in it whatsoever mm. uh, so it's not enjoyable in the way that the movie like is it trying to be, it's tra- is it like actively being that kind of like a trashy thing it's really trying very hard but it's it's so inept okay it's so um and like the thing is eli roth has made a couple of movies before i've never thought much of him as a as a filmmaker no. either um and but there have been a couple moments where I was like, you know what? Cabin Fever is pretty fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, if somebody's just going to make trashy B-movies for a while, then uh, do that. Then the Hostel movies happen. And I was like, this movie's not any fun at all. No. And I hate it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and from there on, it was just like, I hate it. Like, I was watching Knock Knock and I'm like, Quentin Tarantino must be so ashamed of himself. <laughs> like, you know what? I got to see a second movie before I start fucking hanging out with these dudes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, so, yeah, at the end of it, basically, uh, uh, the girls film his, uh, um, he's tied to the bed at one point, and the, the fuck me daddy girl is kind of like riding him. She's like, you have to have sex with me or I'll call your wife right now or whatever. Yeah. So uh, she, he reluctantly has sex with her while he's tied to the bed, and the other girl films it, and they put it on Facebook, and they bury him up to his neck, and they're like, oh, we're going to kill you. They have like this huge sculpture. His wife is a, a sculptor. Ooh, that's totally like those kind of movies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but it's not even filmed like that. It's like, you know how those movies sort of had like a... Like in Ghost with the big sculpture. Yeah, yeah, but they always yeah. had some sort of like goth, gothic kind of uh, yeah. uh, cinematography where like they would film things. This this movie's so artlessly filmed. Yeah. Um, well, it's made by Eli Roth. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it really is. And then at the end, it's like the girls have one of the sculptures and they're like, ah, we're going to kill you. We're going to crush your head with this sculpture because you're buried up to your neck. And and they go, ah, and they bring it down, but they just bring it down, bring down the sculpture beside his head kind of thing. And mm-hmm. they're like, no, we're not even going to kill you. Psych, we're not going to kill you. They just leave his phone in front of him um, on Facebook with the video of her fucking him and underneath it, all of his friends, you know, going like, what the fuck is this? What are you doing? Like, yeah. Are you fucking two girls or and what? He's like, I thought this would get way more likes than this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Well, he, he, he even Should've posted it on Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he even, he even gets one of his hands free to go and delete. And like, uh, you know, like on Facebook, they've got a like or a yeah. delete button right beside each other. And instead of pressing delete, he accidentally presses like Does that actually happened in the movie. Yeah. Oh, Holy shit! It's it is the fucking <laughs> like yeah <laughs> that's like, so stupid. Uh, I, I don't understand I the tone know. this movie's going for, but please, anybody listening, I hope I didn't spoil what was going no. to be your movie watching event of the year. But you're fucking welcome that I did. It we'll is put we'll put in the notes horrible. spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, do that, but again, Gross. Not also that. put in the notes. <clears throat> listen, because you don't want to see this. Fucking yeah, thing. yeah, man. Oh, brother, that sounds bad. Yeah. yeah. It's the worst. Eight out of ten. Well, <laughs> you know what I saw? No. Nope. Uh, I have yet to talk about Sicario. Yes. No. Oh, wonderful. Uh, on this uh, podcast. Yeah. Tell us. Uh, Denis Villeneuve. How do you say his last v- name? Villeneuve. Villeneuve. I got so much flack when I 
talked about prisoners, I called them like Vanel Vanu or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no good at names. Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice. Uh, <laughs> this is his follow-up to Prisoners. Oh, no, Enemy. Follow-up to Enemy, which yeah. is after Prisoners, starring Emily Blunt, Josh Brolin, and Benicio Del Toro in the leads. Uh, about an idealistic FBI agent enlisted by an elected government task force to aid in the escalating war against drugs at the border area between the U.S. and Mexico. Um, Casey finished his beer. I don't yeah. know if I can't. No, yes, I haven't finished can. it yet. Oh, yeah, I man. Believe you. I've got like uh, a little bit left. I feel really sick. Yeah. Just keep going. God, yeah. Pour some coffee. Break and on then through, man. To the other, to <laughs> yeah. the other side. I'm going to Morrison this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to take out my dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Sicario, um, it's, I, it's one of those things where it's like it's been out for a little while now. I've had time to think about it. But at the same time, so many people have heaped their praise on it. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, it's it's amazingly reviewed. It's like, what am I going to say about it at this point? Mm-hmm. But boy, this is a great movie. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, definitely, you two need to find a way to see this movie in theaters. But before it yeah, gets, before there's it leaves. a couple leaves, of ways. You gotta find or a way. Listen, one, I don't know. Go to the maybe it's, and watch it. Maybe yeah. it's just me, but I don't know how to see movies in theaters. But you gotta find a way. Okay, I'll find I a way. I get lost all the time. Yeah, but I'll fi- like I'll figure it out. You got like well, I, especially with the podcast and like well, there's gonna be another movie for us to yeah, see yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah. You True. never. It, it can be hard, but this is a movie to see in the big screen because it has that, uh, um, that tension that he's known for. That sort of white knuckle insanity. You know the the stuff that we've all seen in the trailers of this movie, where they're at the border mm-hmm. and they they see the cars left and right and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. like yeah. that scene. It it they they really get the the big scene out in this movie in the, like the first half because that scene's in, in in about the first half it, to the point where there's like a major scene later in in some tunnels where you're like this can't top that scene because that scene is just so damn good, mm-hmm. just amazing cinematography from Deacons. Um and, and 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 yeah, it's one of those movies like like his movies where some of the characters are a little bit kind of not so there that it's in your face um, yeah. in terms of their arcs and stuff, but but that when you watch it multiple times and you start thinking about it, they really sort of like flourish. Like uh, again, we talk about him all the time. Matthew Brown uh, wrote a whole article about this movie and and blew like the lid off of it for me. Like, like opened this movie up to something I had never even thought about. And I was like, oh, my God, how did I not even think about that? Because there's like the whole movie is very much about Emily Blunt being taken on this journey by these men. And like, like, why is she even there? Because it, it's it's structured like we need you to come help us with this war. You know, you're going to make a difference. But then she gets there and it's very like... Like, I went into this movie thinking it's going to be kind of edge of tomorrow, Emily Blunt. She's got, like, her gun like and she's badass. she's kicking ass, uh, taking names kind of thing. Mm. And it's very, like, she's brought in on this team and isn't really allowed to do anything because she's kind of only there for who knows what reason. And it's very much like an in-over-your-head kind of movie, not a, like, we're going to go take it down the cartel. And it's and, and so much of it is, like, who who does she trust? Who Who are what they say they are? And will this like journey for her character like change her in some way? And and the thing that Matt Brown was talking about, I was like, oh my god, holy shit! Like the, this movie has aged even in a few weeks so well for me. Yeah, definitely yeah. one of the best movies of the year. Like I loved it. Can't wait to see it. 
Yeah, like I don't know what else to say. What other an than exciting that it was filmmaker fantastic. he is! There's yeah, this man, uh, pretty great. It's so good, and mm-hmm. it's different than like it's not like Prisoners in the way that Prisoners was tense and Prisoners sure. was Prisoners was very like involving and puzzle like and kind of like cyclical, and you were kind of drawn in in the rhythms. Yeah, and this yeah. movie is not like that. It's very, it's very like I was. It's very tense, but it's a different tense, and it's a a different atmosphere even though he's kind of working with the same puzzles, like puzzle pieces, like mm-hmm. of his like type of movie. Yeah. Yeah. You have to see this. It's great. I loved Sweet. it. And the more I think about it, the more I love it. Yeah. yeah Cause it's very, yeah. Like, 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 I don't even know. Yeah. It's so good. Does it have, does it have sort of the, uh, the interesting ambiguity of, of something like enemy, which, which, Granted, is a completely different movie from even uh, Prisoners, mm-hmm. but does it have that sort of uh, up to the viewer ambiguity, or or does it a little? Sort of... It 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 has the 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 ending is isn't am, like ha, doesn't have that kind of ambiguity. Like the the final shot of Enemy is like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> it doesn't really have that. It has more of an it has more of a like it has more of sort of like a reflection of like these things happen that here here they are right like there there's a there's an element of kind of in the way it ends of being like this is this is life and and some people have to deal with things and that's just the way it is and i wouldn't say like it has that ambiguity but it has that kind of like leaves you on that let's go talk about this movie kind of like tone it has its own sort of moral ambiguity which yeah is something that i like about his movies i would yeah he uh he he's he's sort of a bystander yeah and there is a lot like i said there's a lot about with emily blunt about like how does this experience change her and how what has she let into her life that like really was was pretty amazing right yeah and she's phenomenal in it in a way that like is she's doing so much with so little it's one of those performances where you know it's not a lot of like it's not it's not jackman and prisoners screaming and beating the sink up it's very like pulled back and you really have to kind of like look into her eyes and see what like she's doing in right. these scenes to to see how like great she is in this movie right yeah cool yeah it's so good yeah i gotta see that shit definitely mm. definitely go yep. see it i would yeah. love to talk about it more with you guys right so definitely check it out cool yeah yeah um well, Greg, you checked something out that I would love to talk to you about. Yeah. Uh, you went to Netflix. Yes. And you watched a film called Air Bud Presents Russell Madness. That's right. Um, I'm loading oh, it up Russell here. Madness. <laughs> now, Everything about that is wrong. This movie stars John Ratzenberger, mm-hmm. uh, among others. It's loading on my phone. Who There's else is a, in this? Who else is in this? Fred Willard. Uh, there you go. Charles Robinson. Okay. Charles Robinson. Charles Robinson. We talking about Mac from Night Court. Mac from Night Court. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Um, well, some wrestler guy. Okay. Wait, you talking about uh, uh, Charles Robinson? Guy? You talking about the Black Gestapo? <laughs> I am talking about the Black Gestapo. Yeah. Yeah. Russell Madness tells the story of Russell, an undersized but big-hearted terrier who dreams of having a family of his own. After running away from his pet store. Russell gets taken in by the Ferreros, a family desperate to revive their grandfather's pro wrestling arena. That's when they discover their new pet Pooch has an incredible wrestling skills. With help from his former coach, Hunk, a savvy and hilarious monkey, Russell rockets to the top of the pro wrestling world and becomes a famous sports superstar. There's more here, but I don't want to spoil no, no, it. No, this is the wrong synopsis to read. Yeah? Uh, okay. Dog and monkey wrestle. 
Yeah. Yeah. So this no, not each other. No, yeah, 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 no. More I than feel that. like you're Listen, tag, so tag line this is movie, not your friend here. Tagline of this movie, the strongest tag team is family. Uh-huh. Oh you know, boy. You know, so that's true. Yeah. Did you Air, know that? Did I did know. know that's oh, true. My sisters and I beat people up all the time. <laughs> if you haven't <laughs> we tag each other in. If you yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You need to, every listener needs to go to their computer or phone and type in Russell Madness and just, look at the poster. Just look at the poster. It tells yeah. you literally everything you need to know. Yeah. yeah. Dog and monkey are buddies and wrestling happens. Okay. Yeah. And like this is a movie Does about Does John Ratzenberger play the dog or the monkey? Neither. He's in it. Oh, okay. He's a person in it. Um Okay, you tell the you tell your review. I'm gonna lie down for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I feel weird. <laughs> so yeah, this is a movie about a, a little dog who's coached by a monkey to wrestle humans. Yes, like in this they do, he they do, he does wrestle humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh. now, a, a well, monkey that coaches a dog to wrestle makes sense in a movie where animals do human things. But there's these they're they're all the only animals. They're not yeah. fighting pigs and. Uh, chickens and shit like that, like dudes, like full big, like dude, like yeah, they're, full, they're full dudes, <laughs> full dudes. <laughs> they're fighting entire human beings. Yeah, and uh, it's like it's such a confusing wrestling movie too, because it's like they've seen wrestling, but have they? Yeah, it's like he wrestles a mummy. <laughs> he wrestles uh, <laughs> what? He does? Yeah, yeah. There's a one of the wrestlers that he fights in here, or one of the wrestlers. Sorry, he doesn't fight this wrestler, but one of the wrestlers that you see in this movie is a clown with a huge ass, and he's <laughs> he's called Butt the Clown. Oh my god! And I'm like, I don't, that doesn't even make any sense. No, I feel but like a, the clown. <laughs> oh, oh, so it's not like but, but the clown. But yeah. the clown. He's got two. It's with two T's in the credits. Oh, okay. But the clown. Because it's got he's got a huge butt. I'm calling it right now, guys. That is genuinely funny. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> it's tough, yeah. Now, uh, okay. What did so, you think of this movie? Well, uh, everything about it was fairly confusing. Right from the Air Bud presents, yeah. like that's a seal of approval where you can be like, ah, well, yeah, you know, Air Bud presents. They've made a hundred and fifteen. This good. They've made 115 Airbud movies. Yeah, I know it's insane. There, but but there's a reason people they keep yeah, making they keep, them. Yeah, uh, kids love it. Um, so uh, what's to say? I will say this: the dog things about the movie. Right, the dog. His first real wrestling move, anyway, is uh, piss in your face. Oh man, right on the right. <laughs> yeah, get yeah. It right in off. In the first the half note. an hour, I saw this dog piss on like four four people. Oh man, and I was like, all right, because <laughs> and the first person he pisses on is like a little kid. <laughs> nice in this kid's face. What is the fighting like? With is it like see like we had mentioned maybe to be CGI dog jumping around? There's a bit of that. Maybe a little bit of puppet dog too. Okay. Um, does he? How does he knock people? Does he like jump up on people? He and kick somehow them flies into the top rope and springboards at people. Oh, that's amazing! And Launches like a, a dog of, and he does a lot of backflips off of the uh, oh. uh, the turns. Uh, what do you call it there? The turn yeah, buckle? Yeah. Turn buckle. I was going to say turnstile. Like, that's not right. <laughs> no, they're not in the subway. <laughs> Uh, the old turnbuckle, some backflips and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, and and you know, and he beats the mummy, and uh, he beats the like Mongol or whatever. Like nothing, none of it makes any sense. There's only one rest, an actual wrestler from like WWE. Oh, the wrestling league, and this is called WUF. Woof. Woof. Okay. Yeah, acceptable. Uh, okay. Anyway, there's a real wrestler in there, and eventually, like a dog. Who's is the winning. real wrestler? I don't know. He's like from New York. So I don't know who the fuck he is. Coco Beware. Nope. 
<laughs> I wish it was fucking Coco Beware. Yeah, you do. <laughs> He's got a bird. I know. That parrot would have some shit to say. What, uh, no, sorry. Do the monkey and what the... the yes, monkey, they yeah. talk. They that, talk. Uh, yes, they do. First, they only talk to each other, but then the monkey meets one of the kids, and he's like, holy shit, I'm a monkey. And the kid's like, what? <laughs> he just <laughs> realized by then. confronting that kid. <laughs> holy shit, I'm a monkey. I didn't realize. <laughs> this is what a kid looks like? Oh, shit, I'm a monkey. <laughs> How does he teach? Like, is there like a training montage? No, yes, there is, and there's a lot of original music in this uh, film as well. Russell Madness, yes, love you very much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now they definitely wanted to call this movie WrestleMania, but couldn't get the rights because one of the songs is like WrestleMania. <laughs> And we're like, oh, he just loved it. In. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they got, they got through enough. the legality of it by going, we spell mania differently. Yeah. We spell it with yeah. a Y. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the, the monkey is like, he's like uh, he's like Mick from Rocky. He's like the old trainer. He knows what's up and stuff like that. He's going to teach you how to be a winner, kid. Yeah. And the dog's like, but I'm just a dog. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh my God! John Ratzenberger is like a uh, Vince McMahon type in this. He he runs the big. I thought you were gonna say a Vince Vaughn. Type. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that tracks. <laughs> Who's the uh, big winner there, Mikey? <laughs> uh, uh, um, is so there what's the like the what's conflict? going on? Is the fam the Ferraro family who takes in the dog? They have inherited a wrestling um, stadium, <laughs> and uh, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. And uh but it's all dirty and the dad doesn't care. He just cares about money. And they're like, but family and he's like, money. And they but then they got the dog and then so he gets into wrestling and stuff like that cuz it's his family's background and then eventually it's like, well, oh, the city's going to shut you down. You got to sign this or win that and get some and it turns into a tag team match for the wrestling contract of wrestling gotcha. the dog and the deed to the building. Yeah. So d- twofer. He wrestles the deed to the building? <laughs> <laughs> no, the dog and the kid's dad wrestle oh, he has to... two real wrestlers. Oh, okay. oh, he fights with the dad. Right. Tag team. Tag team. Excuse, yeah, excuse me. You might have heard me burp just right now, but I did finish that whole thing. <laughs> I deserve one. <laughs> um, yeah. It... So what? 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 Overall, what are you saying? Well, you loved it. Uh, no. Well, listen. Anytime that monkey, because the monkey is like a CGI monkey talking, yeah. you know, whatever and shit like that. And I just don't care. But anytime that monkey had to like walk around somewhere because yeah. they've got him in these, he's wearing these little jackets and hats yeah, and shit yeah. like that. I laughed like a bastard. <laughs> 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 of course you did. <laughs> There's this scene where the monkey has to like. Hurriedly walk out of the <laughs> out of the shot, and I almost died. I it three times. I'm picturing it, and it's gorgeous. That's funny. it was terrific. Yeah, yeah. This movie is terrible. It doesn't make any sense. Like all of this is like none of this makes sense in a people movie. This yeah. makes sense in an animal movie. <laughs> but it's just like the monkey can talk because he was part of some sort of like. Uh, testing or some what? shit like that. And then he was like, bananas. And then people were like, oh shit, he can talk. And he was like, oh no. But then him and the dog are talking. And the then suddenly the dog up. is just talking to people. <laughs> I'm like, what? What happened? Did no he, other... he caught the fever. Yeah. <laughs> the talking, <laughs> talking fever. Um, yeah. It's a terrible movie. Yeah. Really, really horrible. Uh, with a lot of bad monkey jokes. Like what name one? Well, like, monkeying just a lot around. Of like, anim- yeah, stop monkeying around. This monkey business. 
Let's throw a monkey wrench in their plans. <laughs> that, that monkey just took his shit in his fist and threw it at me. <laughs> that type of joke. Uh, quit monkey around and pissing that kid's face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there was, but that's you know that's part of me too. Where I was watching this movie in the first five minutes, that dog pissed on a kid's face, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, I might uh, be in good hands here." I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, and then he pissed in two more faces, and you're like, "Okay, okay. get some new tricks here, dog. Yeah, come on, shit on somebody." Com- comedy rule. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't even know, man. That this isn't a movie anyone should ever watch. No, for any kind of reason. Well, not even kids. Not a, I. Well, Athena was watching what about it with me. Stupid kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Athena watched it with me, which is a wonderful lady. Um, and uh, she's like, "Do you think you would have liked this as a child?" Yeah. And I'm like, "No." But then I'm like, "Oh, I don't know. I would have watched the whole thing because I'm an idiot and I need to know how things end." Yeah. And then I'm like, "I don't know. That dog peed there's, in faces. Yeah, I, I mean, wouldn't like this one yeah. as a kid." There's yeah, <laughs> the kind of stuff that's like the garbage on TV now. Yeah. Like if that had been on TV when I was a kid, I'm sure like I it's more aggressive and I probably would have been like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Yeah. But it's still the same kind of like whoop a doo like yeah. like yeah. I'm sure I would if you were young enough, anybody would have liked this thing. Yeah. Anybody. <laughs> like when you think about movies like the Benji movies, mm-hmm. like those movies are predicated around the entire fact of it's just like, oh, it's a dog doing things. Yeah, and now that we have like CGI, they can accentuate that even yeah. further. It probably yeah. would have blown your mind as a kid. Like, sure. What that dog just wrestled that mummy? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> like the things that they do in like the Benji movies and stuff is just like, oh, it's just a dog. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. I, and I loved those movies when yeah. I was a kid. Just I don't dog know if the doing street like noise is going to be too loud, things. but I'm opening this window. It's too hot in here. It's it is really so hot, hot in here, <laughs> and it's not just your alcohol. No. All right. So apologies for the your room traffic. Tone. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, yeah. So oh. we should roll now. Wash <laughs> over me. Yeah. Oh, you man. Filthy Toronto air. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm right on Bloor Street. Get that fume. Yeah. Mm, exhaust. No. What are you throwing records Throwing around your for? records around. Not no. that record. I was it's just not, listening it's not to the that. right one. That's fucking Marky Moon inside of Intervisions. Oh, why'd you put it That's in there? That's weird. I was just listening to both of those albums in the past week. No, very good. All I right. noticed your Intervision sitting out in your apartment. Uh, yeah, that's because I was listening to it, Greg. Pay attention. No, um, not. So let's roll. <laughs> let's, Fair enough. Let's roll for movies, guys. I got to rein you in off the Spin Doctor stuff. <laughs> What have I done? Good luck. I feel like I don't know what being on a ton of crystal meth is like. It's probably like this. But if it makes you want to barf and kill your family, then... I should have made you guys drink Four Locos. Could have brought some of those back. Yeah, bring me me something else next week. What do you got? Yeah. Make me drink something else weird next week. Um, It won't be alcohol. <laughs> you didn't specify you're gonna regret that. Oh, no, there's a loophole. Why did I, I sign little, that contract? Yeah. I took a little of everything in the fridge and blended it. <laughs> um Also got, a dog peed in it. Yeah. We got a roll yeah. for our movies this week. Mm-hmm. Uh Crimson Peak and Goosebumps. What, what was it again? Come out. Yeah. M. Yeah. M. For the listener, Casey is marking where we will edit. With an um, M. So 
Goosebumps <laughs> and Crimson Peak from Gil- Gilmero del Toro Guillermo. came out. Guillermo del Toro. Gilmero del Toro. Gilmero Duradai. Yeah. Um, and I always want to say that Goosebumps is directed by Gil Kennan, but it wasn't. Oh. It's just Why do you always else. want to do that? Because I... Cause I when he was announced, Why do you always want to do that. <laughs> Why do you always want that? I don't know. I because I remember when it was being talked about being made. I was thinking like that would be a good pick because I liked uh, Monster House, but then they gave yeah. it uh, to they gave him the Poltergeist remake. Yeah. Anyway, that up. yeah. Uh, so those two movies are coming out, and we mentioned not knowing what to pick between the two of them, and I said, if I don't get to see Goosebumps, I'd be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, it's the one I want to see more, too. Yeah. I, I quite like Guillermo del Toro. But I just really like disappointing Dan uh, yeah, Gorman. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sick of CGI That's ghost man. It's not yeah. scary. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to see another mama-style Exactly. Ghost. Like, that wig is not as terrifying as you think it is. Yeah. No. It's, <laughs> it's as hilarious yeah. as you think it is. Yeah, so we'll do that, and then we we were thinking, what could we pick that would be like kind of a kid's movie that we could pick to pair with it, and yeah. we somehow ended on Monkey Bone. Monkey Bone. Uh, starring yeah. Brendan Fraser and a monkey. Yeah. Uh, animated Does monkey. Does Chris Kattan have something to do with that Oh, yeah. Movie? yeah. And Whoopi Goldberg. That's big drawback. And Whoopi Goldberg. I can get down with Whoopi Goldberg. Sure. She's yeah, delighted yeah. me. But like no, I feel like more. not in this uh, era. Really? <laughs> Of her, not in this era of her career, which is like post. Um, I almost said Kangaroo Jack. What was the other? Uh, <laughs> but it was post Kangaroo Jack. Post Kangaroo right. Jack, but yeah. post uh, Dino. Dinosaur Junior. Yeah, Dino movie. Oh, yeah. uh, Theodore some, Rex. Yeah, Theodore. You Rex. saw it. I did. Mm-hmm. It was that memorable. Yeah. yeah. So one of us will have to sit through Monkey Bone. I had a poster of Monkey Bone in my room no. when I was in yeah, high school. Had, did you see the movie? Or no, just I like, think oh, it was. They were, they were just free? giving them away at yeah, the yeah. Radio Ninety Nine. I've had that yeah. before. Okay. Yeah. Casey, roll on uh, Stevie Wonder's intervision. Casey used to have an Airbud poster because. Uh... Yes, it did. Yeah, because <laughs> one of the things when we all went to college, when we used to go to college <laughs> together, uh, one of the fun things when we were drunk was uh, if one person wasn't home, we would just get movie posters from the blockbuster down the road and wallpaper their entire <laughs> rooms with it. There was an Airbud golden receiver one on my wall, and I was like, good enough. Yep. All right, Casey's rolling Goosebumps versus Monkey Bone. It should be noted that we're rolling on a I said LP that of Stevie Wonder's in- said that Intervisions already. that Greg mm-hmm. is named that Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's copy of Stevie Wonder's Intervisions. That's an eight. I oh. got a strong eight. All right. I got a hard eight. Here. Yeah. I got a hateful eight. I got a hateful eight. <laughs> uh-huh. That's an eight. Oh. Whoa. What in the Christ is... Come, Come on. on. I, I really re-roll. want you to roll a he nine. Could force, if he rolls a nine, uh, that could be a re-roll for us. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a ten on it? We don't have a ten, no. do we? Nope. It would be zero. If, this yeah. is bullshit. Yeah. All right. Athena's been suggesting it. it sucks that I always have to roll last. Maybe yep. I'll have to start uh, changing that up. That's a three. It certainly is. Well, wow. I am on a streak. Yeah. It's a hell of a streak. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. You, this is another monkey movie. Why does it yeah. matter if you roll last? Uh, there's more uh, pressure. Like yeah, but is it rolling a dice random? It. Yeah, it is. But you kind of, you know, you, you jinx yourself and shit like that. You kind of do. Like I find totally. that when when I'm on a streak, I'm trot like I I know in my head I'm like I'm just gonna fucking roll uh, low and yeah. then I do. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's what we call in the biz stinking thinking. No, oh. <laughs> in the biz of thinking. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. what biz again? <laughs> thinking biz. Thinking uh, biz. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Huh? <laughs> uh, what? Who All wants right. to hear about nine hundred two and zero? Not anybody yet, because 
please tell oh, me yeah. about uh, Ryan Adams covering. Uh, oh yeah, Taylor Swift's we 1989. Listened. Album. Oh yeah, to Ryan Adams cover. <laughs> yeah, entire album 1989. Yeah. I'm not well versed in Ryan Adams' no. output. We mentioned that last week. Yeah, when you gave us Nor this album. I. And this had either have either of you heard Taylor Swift's nineteen eighty nine? I had heard album. like maybe five or six songs off it because of all the singles. Yeah, right. I've heard the singles sure, or sure. Mo- and, most of the singles. Maybe and not like I like her music. I like those songs a Do lot. You? Absolutely. Okay. I think they are great pop songs. I can't ever remember her songs. I don't. I don't hate them. Uh, I find that uh, a lot of them have just enough of a hook that people can remember them. But I find them to be somewhat generic. They aren't really good hooks because the only, th- the only song hooks. I can ever remember, and I can only remember the chorus, is the one where she, like the hook is basically if you say something three times, 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 people remember it, 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 it. Yeah, that, that is definitely one <laughs> of the more popular play, ones. Play, play. That's right. Yeah, haters gonna hate, 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 or me. Shake I will it hate, off. hate, hate, shake yeah. it off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they will. And she's, I think she's mildly cute in a unique enough way that that's what's memorable. I don't about like her songs as much as uh, I like the songs that I love by Katy Perry. Yeah, I exactly. I think Canadian Perry. Canadian Perry, A. Canadian Perry, which is just Matthew Perry. Yeah. Canadian Perry. <laughs> you think Katy Perry. I think Canadian Perry. <laughs> <laughs> is is great. I think her songs are are like super catchy <laughs> and really memorable and fun and empowering to kids. Uh, and maybe Taylor Swift's are as well, but I don't. They don't stand out enough for me. Yeah, and, and they're they're very um, <laughs> they're very uh, technically melodic. It's like yeah, that is catchy, but it, it's almost like they don't come by it. Uh, as honestly as I'd like them to. Well, they, these songs on this album are are the first time that she's really worked with like co-writers and like co-producers, like specifically to make her the kind of crossover pop yeah, yeah, hit. Yeah. Right? Because she had a few. She her last album Red was like pretty pretty straight pop, but before that she was country like country pop, right? right. So this is like yeah. the first like like she had some big hits off of her last one, but this is this was like the juggernaut yeah, pop album, album that. She's had some major hits. I didn't realize how fucking successful yeah. uh, Taylor Swift has been as far as album sales go. Because even yeah. this album, which is in the era where people don't fucking pay for music anymore. Yeah. They yeah. do it's all streaming and blah, 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 blah. This album sold like fucking crazy. Yeah. And this it album was, sold like an album sold in the 90s. Yeah. Right. She doubled down on this one because she said it's not going on any streaming services. You have to purchase this album. Yeah. yeah. Either and purchase were it. Like, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. I think she's a real headline grabber. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's a, a sort of prefabricated way that you can uh, attain some sort of integrity in pop music, something that Lady Gaga does and something that uh, that I think Taylor Swift does where you just say really outrageous but empowering things. Um, uh, be, think... they, be they like empowering to women or empowering to uh, the less fortunate um, I- in some way. I think that, that it sort of... Uh, grows an air of of integrity around so what like is her just saying, kind of a lifeless you, iTunes. Album? I'm not going to stream this. Yeah, stuff like I that. I thought it was a smart move because there there was no way this album wasn't going to be insanely popular anyway, even if it was streaming. Yeah. So to then say like you're going to have to buy this album either at Target on CD or whatever you do now, right. or go on iTunes and purchase it. 
I think that was like a pretty smart move. And whether or not that came from her like camp or I mean she was seemed pretty vocal about it anyway. Yeah, but, absolutely. But I think it but was also like I think that good time I think to that pull that. She, you can still buy her album on iTunes. So I, I yeah. really think that that kind of undercuts her mm-hmm. whole fuck you iTunes. Also buy my album on yeah. iTunes. But at the same time, since 1991, only uh, 19 albums have sold 1 million copies inside of a week. And she has three of them. Yeah. That's great. That's fucking bananas. Absolutely. I'm just saying it's not all uh, based on the strength of her music. No. Well, again, I can't remember any of her fucking songs. Yeah. I just know stuff and stuff, 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 stuff. Yeah. And even Katy Perry, I know her but stuff. But it has to be based on her strength of her music some way because it's well, connected sure. with like, well, the biggest is, but audience again, in the it's, world. It's... It's I know I've heard Bad Blood, yeah. but I just can't ever remember it because no. I don't care And it's for all it. technically catchy and memorable. Sure, sure, it's it's just no, it's there's not better pop a specific there, it's not, not a like specific Ball melody. Or... Yeah, that's a great song. Fuck yeah. Uh, it's not a specific melody. It's not a thought no, thought no. out melody. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. if I move my voice up and down like this, technically it's no, a melody. Man, that's really beautiful, buddy. Yeah. Uh yeah, <laughs> I actually just sold a million copies <laughs> yeah. of that. I think the Ryan Adams thing. Yeah. Um I, I think it's a pretty smart move. It's a smart move. It got the album uh, itself on streaming, so yeah. this is the only way that you can technically listen to this entire album on yeah. like audio or whatever. I think it's a smart move, but I think even more so than what Taylor Swift is doing, I think it's even more of a calculated it's nothing attention but, yeah. grab. Well, I think what's this it sound like is it any good? I, it sounds like nothing but a calculated. It sounds uh, like a guy was like, "This album is really hot right now." This will go viral if I do them in a sort of a, a like Bruce Springsteen kind of thing. Is very Springsteen. Yeah. yeah. And well, the first the first song is extremely Springsteeny. It gets less Springsteen, but there's still that. It gets less Springsteeny on the songs where he goes, "I'm going to do that thing where I take a song that's the big hit, like Blank Space, or and, Shake It Off, and, and make, make it, it sparse." Real, yeah, and it's and it's really disingenuous. It's so dis and it, and those are the songs he does that on most of the songs that you're like oh man i can't wait to hear his like upbeat folk like alt folk version like i want blank space and i want shake it off to beat like players want to hate 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 like i want that with like a jumpy jaunty like ryan adams kind of like strummy thing yeah and instead he does like the plucked finger reverby kind of hushed vocals and you're like oh i get it it's the pop song and you've turned it sad it it feels like he he took what is essentially a pop album and kind of went like yeah these songs are okay but what if i gave them that Ryan Adams integrity. Yeah. And and it's god awful. You know, the thing that bothered me most about this, this is the knock knock of albums. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that bothered me most was he made a he makes he makes a real decision to reverse all of the genders in the songs. So in songs like where Katy Perry's talking about you've got that James Dean look and I've got the like red lipstick or whatever, he makes like a real point to be like, I'm gonna reverse these so it makes sense to sing them as a guy where I'm singing about a girl and I was kind of like you can't just sing the pop song as whatever it was written as like why do you have to make it your point of view that's what that's what I never liked and that's what I always actually respected about Jack White's version of uh, of Jolene was he just sang the fucking song because the lyrics to the song were written as such that this is the piece of art that it is yeah Yeah. you don't have to make it fucking gender specific to you if you're singing if if the song is about a dude and you're singing about that dude that doesn't mean you like dudes that just means you're singing this fucking song it feels very like I gotta make it about me so I'm gonna change like 
yeah, and like Harmar Superstar wrote all these songs for like Cheetah Girls and like Pussycat Dolls and stuff. And no he ended, way. And he ended up awesome. using. They didn't want them, so he ended up using them for like his own album. And he just sang them the way that like Britney Spears. He wrote one for Britney Spears, and it sounds exactly like a Britney Spears song, and it's so good. And uh. he sang it. It's called like Tall Boy. And it's about like girls going to the club and they need a tall boy and it's kind of like a little double entendre like you need yeah. a tall boy but you're drinking tall boys yeah. and it's like a fun pop song and he just sings it like as if he's a fucking diva and it's like he fucking kills it and you and don't need to make that like your and that's own fucking y- awesome that's yeah. the thing like you know actors aren't playing themselves they're playing yeah. other people and you can do that in a song you can represent a song yeah as the singer like ryan, without actually yeah. having to enjoy if ryan adams had have just sung you've got that james dean look with a classic white tee and i've got the red lipstick thing you love or whatever it's like not gonna no one's like i don't know what what the point of it was other than just be like i have to make these songs mine if i sing it like this nobody's gonna know i have a kick and chicken yeah <laughs> yeah and i just yeah it it feels the whole what album shit it, it feels surface level it feels it's like gross. this is me throwing my hat into the ring yeah like it feels like he's trying to do this album a favor and i'm like uh, yeah you're not doing anybody any favors with your bullshit yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know much about Ryan Adams. So I don't know if this is what he sounds like usually or not. Is he usually Springsteen-y? Yeah. This is yeah. very springsteen Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because the replacements were sort of Springsteen-y, and he's trying to do the re- the replacements thing of, like, alt-Springsteen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't like him. I didn't like it. Uh, this, I didn't know that much about him before this, and I didn't know that much about uh, Taylor Swift before this, other than the, the, the hits that I've heard. Yeah. Uh, it, this doesn't go very. This yeah. actually goes farther in making me like Taylor Swift because at least her versions of them are, are confections and, yeah. that are meant to be confections. Yeah, yeah. Or at least and his versions are some yeah. pretentious yeah. bullshit. Cool. Yeah. Word up, suckers. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather listen to Brian Adams. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I'm sure Ryan Adams had like a like. For all I know, this was just a lark, and it was fun for him to get together with all the musicians that he yeah, whatever, and he had a fun time. And maybe he didn't want to like steal something from the album, but it feels it feels like this is gonna go big, so I'm gonna do this. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? And screw that it guy for not calculated. changing his name. You know, <laughs> David Bowie changed his name because he didn't want to confuse people. His name is David Jones. Yeah. And yeah. there's already Davy Jones for the monkeys. He's like, that's gonna be a th- irritating. I'll just yeah. change my name. And so if somebody's good as David Bowie, who's pretty good, <laughs> is gonna change their name. Not only for the fact that it's confusing, but for all of the people, he just for his fans alone, and there's lots of them, to all those poor people, because a number of times in their life when they've had to answer the question, what are you listening to, they have to say, no, Ryan. Ryan Adams. Adams. Not, I'm not listening I'm not listening to Brian Adams. No, man. <laughs> Fuck that, because those people were like, um, excuse me, it's Ryan Adams. <laughs> Look at my t-shirt. Either way. Uh, yeah, fuck that noise. Fuck yeah. those people. Fuck him. Uh, actually, see, that's the thing I actually kind of like about him. Uh, the reverse for me, because I kind of like that he's like, I was born Ryan Adams. That's my name. That's who I've always been. I'm Ryan Adams. If people can't figure out that I'm not Brian Adams, fuck them. You're not Brian Adams. Oh, no, I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not Brian Adams because I'm 90 percent sure I am. OK, great. No, I, I've always kind of liked that. Like Ron Sexsmith could have changed his name because it says sex right in there. Uh, but 
Could have added another sex in there. <laughs> Ron, sex, sex, sex. Sex, sex, Smith. Just change his first name to sex. Double it up. Why not? Why not? Um, Let's do it. Sexy sex, Smith. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Sex, sex, sex. Greg is sexy, and Greg's going to give us an album. I got an album for yeah. you. Yeah. Go. Oh, I'm just knee deep in the losing streak, so yeah. I'm just like randomly picking shit. Okay. So you're listening to Barbara Streisand and other musical instruments. Oh, what? <laughs> Oh God! Is For this some new? reason, my head no. heard Dolly Parton because I was just talking about a Dolly Parton <laughs> album, and I was like, "Nice." Yeah, I know. And then Barbara I went, Streis- "Oh, Barbara Streisand." <laughs> nope. Okay. Is it an old one? Yeah, it's from the seventies. Okay. Called Barbara Streisand and other musical instruments. It's uh, noted for being her mo- her least successful album. Oh, great! Because uh, she basically does like her thing, but each different song is like a different type of. Of world music. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> yeah, should be all right. We're yeah. going from one disingenuous asshole <laughs> to the next. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about that. Barbara right. Streisand. We will next week in yeah. Film Rouette. <laughs> tell me about that. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> you'd like, hurry, you'd like her to tell you, you about what uh, that was? No. Okay. Let's get into <laughs> 90210. Yeah, Relay. Uh-huh. Do 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 do. Goosh goosh. All right. I watched an episode of Beverly Hills 90210 season three. Yep. As yeah. always, I will relay the information back to you, mm-hmm. and then next week it'll be somebody else. Yeah. Probably Casey. That will I be doing. S- this. I assume it probably yeah. will. So on and so forth in a relay fashion. Yes. Uh, this episode is called "Perfectly Perfect." Hmm. Uh, as you will Uh-oh, recall this is from gonna be a Kelly the previous uh, episode of 90210 yeah, relay, we are coming into a theme in the in the show where Brandon has just finished wrapping up his arc about his gambling problem, right? And we were introduced to a uh, another problem, which was Kelly and her yeah. diet pills, who is gambling with her health. With her health. Huh? Nice. So we start. <laughs> we start the episode with Kelly. She's working out on a stairmaster. There's a big montage of her doing it, and huh? then her mom is calling. What's like, the music like? Eh, it's like work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it heart? Ding 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 um, <laughs> just a, is there caffeine in this? Looks, or was no, it, just, it the eight cups of coffee it, I had? It's, it looks like <laughs> an energy drink with this Doctor Skeleton who's on here. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Bones. Um, no, it, it's just like Doctor Feel Good. It's just like uh, like like montage music. Nothing special. Um, but but it's before school. Like her mom's like, wake up, and she's like, I'm up. So she's like waking up early to stairmaster. Yeah. David's in the kitchen, he's eating donuts, and Kelly's like, I don't know how you eat all that garbage. Where do you even put it on you? You're so thin. My anyway, mouth. I'm going to go eat my banana, and then her banana's not there. My mouth. <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm putting it. So she's really mad that somebody ate her banana. Yeah. We, we find out that uh, she's about to turn 18 years old, uh, and she's- <laughs> She only buys one banana at yeah, a time? Yeah, <laughs> one banana at a time. And then she's like, well, I should be eating anyway, and goes away. Uh-huh. Uh, so she's not eating. She's working out too much, in my opinion. This one's going to bum me out. Yep. Donna calls David, and Donna wants to know about where they can throw this surprise party for Kelly's 18th birthday. 
And uh, they can't do it at Donna's, so they're going to have to think of something. And they don't know where yet. And they still haven't figured it out. Uh-huh. Andrea asks Dylan about how the writing is going at school. Oh, right. Because he's writing an article about uh, himself. himself. Yeah. You might think that would be a C-plot, but it's not. Anyway. It's not a plot at all. You think like, oh, he's going to be writing in this episode, but they just kind of, uh, this will probably come back later, I guess. Yeah. They're but just not, like, Dylan didn't blow up too. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kelly thinks that everybody is avoiding her uh, because of their surprise party plans so she's like kind of weirded out about everybody uh, avoiding her Casey is now jumping into those three musketeers <laughs> he is diving into them with willful Get in abandon there, buddy. I can't I can't control my hands you know one of the bags is already open It'd stay out of my bag. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch my three musketeers. Oh, you just pressed the... a button on the computer, buddy. I want to see if the insides <laughs> are mine or as scary as the insides are great. Why did I bring you guys American alcohol? <laughs> I, never, this is spiraling never out make of my... it in that country. This... I thought American alcohol was lamer than ours. <laughs> this is spiraling out of my own was... control. I, I brought this upon myself. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't making me drunker. It's just making me angrier and just want to shoot you guys. And also drunker. And also, it's easier for me to get guns now. Yeah. Okay. So Kelly thinks just they're all playing America. Kelly thinks they're all avoiding her because they're. Ah! <laughs> oh, it's just nougat, Casey. It's they just colored it red. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, the listeners are not going to get that. I'm going to turn off my mic. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Steve and Dylan have. Uh, y- you might have thought that the writing with uh, with Dylan was going to be the the subplot of this film of this episode, <laughs> but it was in fact the fact that Steve and Brandon have accepted uh, to be on a TV show called Love at First Sight. Are they Are they in love? They might be. With- <laughs> Casey choked. This is disgusting. Let's just skip this. Let's just close up shop. This isn't working. Casey can't breathe. I didn't even think about that. Oh. <laughs> but then, yeah, obviously. No, they are going to be on a... Oh, this is going to take forever to get through my notes. There's chocolate in my sinuses. <laughs> they accepted uh, to be on a TV show called Love at First Sight, which is like the dating game where they get asked by other by, by women like questions, and then they decide uh, yeah, sure. on who they're going to date. Oh, literally show. like the, the yeah. dating game. <laughs> Brandon doesn't want to be on the show, but Steve is like, picture it. And this is. <laughs> Please, I'm in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I'm in love with you. And I need a TV show to validate it. <laughs> this, is, this is funny. Brandon, Brandon doesn't want to, but Steve is like, picture it. Girls with legs all the way to their face. <laughs> Not an ounce out of place. Perfect. <laughs> now it's all I can picture. <laughs> And I, I wrote down this note word for word, knowing like that w- that it was going to be like yeah. this. Because he was like, legs all the way to their face. And I was like, ha! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I had on legs. Ah! <laughs> this date's going to be like real John Carpenter shit. <laughs> Um, and Kelly here overhears him saying, like, they're going to be perfect. And she's like, perfect, eh? There's no such thing. And walks away really upset. Donna asks Brenda about doing the party at the Walsh's house. And she says, no, but I'll come anyway. And Donna's like, I guess we'll just do it at the Peach Pit, I guess. Brandon is writing and reading under a tree in the schoolyard. And, uh, no, sorry. Dylan is writing and reading under a tree at the schoolyard. And Kelly comes and asks about people being weird. And he deflects because he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. 
What? And like, as a general question? Like, no. <laughs> no, because I mentioned... <laughs> Dylan, why are people weird? Because everybody was being weird about the birthday thing. Oh, right. Because they're oh, all wait, planning a, a birthday sur- party. Oh, it's a surprise yes. birthday party. I mentioned oh, okay. that when you were choking on right. chocolate. <laughs> when, when chocolate my, was streaming out of your when nose. When my nose was packed with nougat. Yeah. With fearful red Three Musketeers nougat. <laughs> I had a real case of nougat nose. <laughs> Classic. Uh, so she's still taking the pills, and Dylan tells her that she needs to eat if she's taking these pills. And then he looks at the ingredients, and he's like, what's propofolamine or whatever, some weird chemical. And she's like, they're over the counter. Don't worry. It's fine. You love it. It's a way of life. As soon as I said that, I was like, why did I say it that way? And then she, she's of like. Of course I'll introduce you to Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, get off my back about these over-the-counter diet pills. And he's like, I'm not on your back. I'm right here. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> Did you think I was on your back? <laughs> yes. Well, you think I'm a real Russell Madness over here on your back? Steve goes. I peed on your back. <laughs> Steve goes to Brandon, and he's like, I'm going to call the producers. Are you in or are you out for this? And Andrea's like, do it. And Brandon's like, Kiss. no. Brandon's like, no, it's sexist. And then Andrea's like, it's not sexist if the girl's the one in the power position who gets to choose who she wants to date. And then she's also like, it'll make a good article. And, I, and then Brandon's like, fine. Steve goes to... Still kind of sexist, yeah. I think. Steve goes to Kelly. And uh, she, Kelly's asking again about, like, why are people acting so weird around me? And uh, are they all talking about me? And she's very paranoid from the pills. And uh, he tells her... It just has to do with the surprise party, but you can't tell anyone that I told you. And she's like, uh, you know, he he's like, why are you being so neurotic lately? That's not the Kelly I know and love. And she's like, maybe I don't feel like being Kelly Taylor right now, Steve. <laughs> hey, look, none of us feel like being <laughs> Kelly Taylor right now. she goes now. home. But why would they do that? Why would they defuse that bomb? Because that's actually really interesting to dovetail her paranoia about everybody talking about you know how fat she is if if that's what she thinks and is being paranoid and plus the pills that she's taking to make her yeah you know lose weight mm. are making her them that much more there's something inherently watchable about that why would they diffuse that immediately no nope. and then she's like steve you're the only Excuse person me, um, that's not how i would have written i know no. uh and then she's like steve you're the only person in the world i can trust right now maybe he'll break her trust later spoiler alert he does <laughs> <laughs> sort of Kelly goes home and eats a bunch of food really aggressively, but then dumps it in the garbage disposal before anyone sees it. Spooky music. And by spooky, I mean dramatic. (laughs) All right. Mm -hmm. More people looking at the house. Uh, Kelly and uh, um, David and and Kelly's mom, they're still going to sell the house. And the and so yeah. Kelly's mom, they're taking people around the house, look showing potential buyers, you know, the different rooms and they, they go into Kelly's room and they're like looking at the closet space and Kelly comes in and has like a pill fueled freak out where she's like, Oh, oh, why don't you just why don't you just move in today? You're looking at my clothes, you're looking at the closet, see how much closet space I have, help yourself. I guess here, maybe take this, maybe the old look good in this. Oh, how about you take my boyfriend and my life? Was <laughs> she taking diet pills or Coke? Uh, <laughs> diet pills. All right. And Coke. And Coke. Is Lots she, Coke. Uh, is it, how is her acting here? Uh, not good. Yeah. No. And no. then, so now we cut over to the love of, uh, the set of Love at First Sight. Steve is like, where are all the girls? And he, so he asks this coordinator guy, like, where's all the babes? And he's like, don't worry, they're in another room being prepped for the show too, like you. And so we're going to do some practicing on how to be contestants. And so he starts asking them the kinds of questions that the girls are going to ask. And, and 
Brandon's like, this is stupid. I'm going to go to the washroom. I'm out of here. And then he runs into this woman who he instantly falls in love with. In the I guess. bathroom? No, on the way. Oh, okay. And she's also a contestant, too. So they have a little thing going. And he's like, mm, maybe this show's not so bad with this girl around. <laughs> uh, with this sassy dame. Yeah. So Love connection. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> Kelly and her mom get into a big <laughs> argument about the uh, selling of the house. And her mom's like, I'm sick of you arguing so often. Uh, and Kelly's like, my life's a total mess, mom. Nobody understands. And the mom's like, you're not a kid. You're turning 18 tomorrow. You have to cope with some of these things. And the mom takes off and Kelly eats more diet pills. Moms just do not understand. No. Back on the set of the show. Fresh Prince was right. Yeah. The men and women uh, are getting picked for who's going to be on the show. And Steve and Brandon get picked. Uh-oh. And, and Brandon's like, you're going to make this so competitive, Steve. I just know it. And Steve's like, no, it's going to be fun. And the, the woman that uh, Brandon ran into to in the hallway, Celine, also gets picked. And Brandon's like, no, maybe I'm going to end up with the Celine. Wink. Uh, with the, the Celine. Yeah. At, <laughs> back at the Walsh house, Brenda's wrapping a present for Kelly. It's a sweater, and I don't know why I wrote this down. It does not do anything good mm-hmm. with this. So you never know when you're taking notes. I know. Yeah. You got to keep going. Kelly is freaking out about not being able to find her other red shoe before she goes to the uh, Peach Pit, which is the surprise party that she knows about, um, and then decides she's not going to go to the party and kicks Mom and Dylan out of her room. <laughs> I wish there wasn't <laughs> out of her room. Yeah. I wish she just <laughs> kicked her Mom and Dylan. In the butt. <laughs> uh, kicks her right in the butt. No, she kicks, her out of the, kicks them out of the room. At the Peach Pit, they're setting up for the party. Back at the show, the contest, uh, the TV show, women are asking Brandon and Steve questions. Uh, Celeste asks Brandon, pretend you're a famous plastic surgeon and tell us how you'd make the perfect woman. And he's like, <laughs> I'd make you, I'd make all women look like you, Celeste. <laughs> I dig up dead bodies, yeah. cut the flesh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've done it before. <laughs> and Steve, Steve's really mad about this because he's like, you're trying to hone in on Celeste and I want her. And Brandon's like, I knew it. You're going to get all competitive. Are yeah. Celine and Celeste the same person? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Celine, Celeste. Uh, tomato, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> These are the things that you don't take properly when you're making your notes at work on your lunch hour. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Which um, I do almost every time. At Kelly's house, mom is getting Kelly ready to go now. She's finally decided she'll go after all, and she's taking more pills and water uh, as she's getting ready. So she's really down on these things, and she hasn't eaten at all. Dylan comes in and gets her and says she looks perfect, and then they take off to go to the party. And then there's a scary camera shot on the pills on her table. Bump, bump, bump. Oh, God. At the party, uh, they're still getting the party ready. And then at the game show... Celeste, which I have now written twice and is officially the real name. <laughs> all right. <laughs> picks, That'll be fine. <laughs> picks Steve on the show. They do this thing where it's like they all write down the person they want to be with and whoever matches, I guess, gets the match. Right. So, like, mm-hmm. Brandon picks Celeste and thinks she's going to pick him for sure after they're, like, running, but she ends up picking Steve and he picked her. So Yeah. And then they're like, now you're going to be whisked, whisked away on your... Fancy date tonight. And Steve's like, that wasn't part of the deal. I have something to do tonight. Because he has to go to the, he's got to go to the birthday party for the girl who trusts him more than anyone else in the world oh, right now, Kelly. No. But he signed a release form, so he's gotta. He didn't realize. Kelly You'll is on. put him in jail. Yeah. <laughs> if you break that release form. 
Kelly's on the way to the party, and she says, like, it's so hot out here, and they're in Dylan's convertible, and he's like, no, it's freezing cold. Uh, something's wrong with you. And she's like, my heart's beating so fast, and I'm so stressed. And Dylan's like, you knew about the... P-. She's like, I'm just stressed about all this party stuff. And Dylan's like, well, who told you about the party? Um, so she, so Dylan knows that she knows about the party. At the Peach Pit, Brandon shows up. Thank you. Uh, no thanks for the <laughs> Muscafeers. <laughs> Brandon shows up just in time, and he's like, Steve can't come. He got, he's got to go on that date. He won. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he, he shows up just in time, and then Kelly shows up, and they all yell surprise. She pretends to be surprised. Brenda comes over to Kelly and is like, happy birthday, and they hug. Brandon comes over, too, and he's like, Steve didn't make it, and he tells her specifically about why, about how he's on that date on the show, and it was in his contract and all that stuff. We cut to Steve on his date, and it's very awkward. They're in a limo. They're on their way to some beachfront oasis hotel, and he's like, it's my best friend's birthday party, and, like, I can't make it, and I'm so upset. No, he told me this was going to be tonight, and she's like... Wait, Kelly's his best friend? Oh. Apparently. It's good to know. Apparently. And the girl on the date says to Steve, like, you could at least, like, try and have a fun time now that we're here. <clears throat> and he's just going on and on about it. And she's like, well, you know what? We'll go. We'll have our dinner. We'll get it over with. We'll smile for the cameras that they have following us. And then we'll get you to your party for midnight. And he's like, wow, thanks so much, Celeste. We cut to the party. And some guy goes up to Brendan. And he's like, I wanted to ask you something for two years. But you were always with Dylan. Will you dance with me? And they do. And it's like some weird guy that I don't know if I've ever seen before. He has, like, a real square face. <laughs> like old square face you know him yeah from dick tracy yeah kind of actually yeah he asks <laughs> brenda to dance yeah. yeah he's like you were with dylan all that time and he she was like yeah not anymore times have changed and he's like let's dance and she's like okay uh-huh. whatever you say square face and then dylan and <laughs> spongebob yeah. square face <laughs> dylan and kelly are like gonna dance dylan wants to dance with kelly and she's like i don't want to dance i gotta go splash water on my face so i can like wake up so she goes to the washroom Andrea and her boyfriend show up, Jordan, and they talk oh, yeah. They talk about some crap that I didn't care about, <laughs> and then they talk to Brandon about his game show experience, and 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 they keep saying it'll make a great article, and Andrea, Andrea says that to uh, Brandon, and Brandon's like, not everything has to end up in your fucking newspaper. These are our lives, Speci- people. Especially not the uninteresting things. Yeah. Kelly's in the washroom, and she's freaking out. Somebody else comes in, asks her if she's okay, but she looks real rough, and she's like, I'll be out in a minute. And then she drinks a bunch of water, and the camera goes, oh, woozy. Ah, she's freaking out. Is it like 90s 90s uh, grunge music video woozy? Mm, No. All right, so it's not all fisheye? It's like 90s Kelly is freaking out on diet pills, and the camera's all woozy woozy. Yeah, that kind of 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Brenda goes to find Kelly because she hasn't been around for a while. Is and the, the birthday cake is coming out. I believe so. Oh, that guy. Yeah. He's in lots of stuff. He's much Pretty younger. Face. Than, yeah. Yeah. He looks like John DiMaggio. No. Uh, Michael Cudlitz. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Brenda. Brenda's like, the birthday cake's about to happen. I got to go find <laughs> Kelly. And she's <clears throat> passed out in the washroom. Cold as ice. They cannot wake her up. They call 911. She's not waking up. Super scary music cuts to commercial. Except there was no commercials because I was watching it on YouTube. Uh Steve gets out of the limo after his date and thanks uh, Celeste for finishing dinner so quickly so he could get there. And and he's like, you know what? I did have a good time with you. Can I call you? And she says yes. And they kiss lips. Oh, my God. They kiss each other's lips? Smooches each other's lips. Smooches. Oh, gross. Ugh. And then he goes inside to find no one there, and Nat's like, I got some bad news for you, man. 
We cut to the hospital. Everyone's dead. Yeah. I killed, <laughs> I killed them all. Um, we cut to the hospital. Dylan is waiting. And he's like, I knew about those stupid diet pills. I should have thrown away. This is all my fault. Yep. And Brendan is like, do you, do you think she has like anorexia or bulimia? And Brenda is like, we haven't been spending a lot of time together. So I haven't been able to, like, I wouldn't know because we've been so like distant lately. Uh, David comes out and he says the doctor says she'll be okay. They can go in and see her. Dylan uh, soon, but the doctor's like, wait, don't come in yet. And so Dylan and Brenda stay while everybody else goes to get coffee and they wait for the doctor to return. Brenda talks to Dylan now about how her relationship with Kelly has been strained and distant. And he's like, stay with me here while we wait for to find out what's going on with Kelly. And she's like, okay. The doctor comes out and he says, with all the pills and caffeine, she got off easy. She could have had a stroke or even worse. Her mom is like, this is a starvation diet, Kelly. You could have died. And the doctor's like, you better get on a balanced diet and get a professional support system or go to an eating disorder group or else because this is no fucking joke. You're on your way to some real shit, Kelly. She says she doesn't want to. That's what doctor swears a lot. <laughs> yeah. She said. Whoops was out. Yeah. <laughs> she says, I don't want to. both s- very good. <laughs> She's like, I don't want to spend an hour grumbling about food with other girls at a support group. And they're like, wise up, motherfucker. <laughs> you yeah. in some real shit right now. The gang goes in and sees her and talk to her. Steve shows up now, too, and he goes in to see her, and they're all happy that she's okay. And then eventually they have to leave, but Brenda stays briefly to talk, and she says, I don't know what you were doing with those pills. If you're trying to punish yourself, you better not do that. And she's, we, we got to stop making ourselves crazy after what happened between us and Dylan. And she says, I love you, even if we don't show it sometimes, and let's never let this happen again. And Kelly's like, that's a good idea. Okay. Brenda leaves and uh, goes out and says things are all right to Dylan. And he thanks her for being there and says goodnight. She leaves. Dylan goes in, says happy birthday to Kelly. And he's like, are you okay? She's like, thanks for staying overnight with me. And he's like, where else would I want to be, babe? They kiss. He turns the light out. She goes to sleep on the bed. And he like kind of sits in that chair beside like the hospital yeah, bed. Sure. Falls asleep, fades to black. Oh. So a real message-heavy one. That's the yeah. whole thing? That's the whole episode. Oh, boy. <coughs> huh. So real message-heavy, like real... season two throwback. Real se- yeah, real serious message-focused yeah. thing. I feel like they didn't... I feel like they didn't deal... I felt like they dealt with it okay. Oh, we can do a uh, pass-not-pass pass here. I, I feel oh, yeah. like... Yeah. I feel like they really... I was happy that they drove home the seriousness at the end of it. Yeah. And it was like, no, you better go to a fucking therapy and like, mm-hmm. don't be an idiot. Yeah. But at the same time, it was like that '90s thing. It was like the Saved by the Bell caffeine thing. It was just like, yeah, man, we're all was... wrapped up and everybody's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's not how it happened. Yeah. 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 Although maybe there will be more to this story yeah. in the future episodes. It's true. Yeah, it could be. I feel like I'm giving it a light pass. Uh, I feel like because uh, I think there were probably some people that saw this and were like. You know what? I do have good friends, support system, and like I shouldn't be doing this kind of thing, even though it was that kind of heightened ridiculousness version of it. Yeah. You know what? I'm just so happy I opened this window. I'm going to give it a pass too. Yeah. <laughs> it's very cool in here now. It's nice. Yeah. I um, like ice cream, so I'm going to give it like, a pass. Like, no, no, nothing in this episode was like, nothing in this episode was like in the episodes in season one and two. Like, there was one, there was one where like. Uh, 
where like there was the like sexual assault and they like didn't call the cops about it yeah. and it was like yeah. what the fuck are you doing like you need to take care of the situation right and, like, there's at least some the authorities there's at least some sort of like real life retribution yeah. here yeah all right i'll give it an old pass yeah, yeah. <laughs> some good old podcast dead air yeah <laughs> Great. Dead Air is brought to you by Canadian... uh, Canadian (laughs) Berry. Canadian (laughs) Berry. Guys, I don't know what this uh, Dr. Feelgood stuff does to you, but um, I'm either crashing or dying or something. I'm a mess. Listen, I'm going to throw up on the subway. I think I threw up in my mouth. You guys... I'll make it my business to throw up on the subway. You had a cup of coffee. A cup of coffee, you threw a bunch of alcohol and root beer on top. Yeah. And then you, like, sprinkled on some, like, muscafiers. Yeah. And then you had more coffee. Yeah. That's, like, a nice That's like a nice cocktail right there. Yeah, I'm <laughs> cold and hot. <laughs> yeah, is there no caffeine in that? Huh? No, there's It doesn't not. say caffeine It just looks on like it? one. Okay. Yeah, it looks Spring like one? Is that what you said? <laughs> there's no caffeine in that. Yeah, but it looks like one. <laughs> Oh, that looks like a real caffeine right there. <laughs> a real caffeine. <laughs> oh, say words, guy. Well, Spin doctor. Speed doctor. Yeah. It's got umlauts over the O's. So yeah. He's the one to make you feel all Spin right. Spin doctor. Yeah. Yeah. doctor. I like the first half of that game. He's the one to make you all right. That was... Uh... It was like you were singing it in reverse. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> That's my Twin Peaks version of Molly Crew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this has been episode 186, brought to you by Spin Doctor. Yeah. Uh, you make you puke in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> As <laughs> always. You're going to make it shake real weird. Yeah. It's going to make you shake sweet pants. <laughs> Please rate and review us on iTunes. Email us at info at monitorsuperior.com. What weird beer should I make Greg and Casey drink next week? <laughs> Yay. Uh, con- comment Someone on better our- answer that. Yeah, comment please. on our discuss no, threads <laughs> tell all of your friends about us in real life and as always that has been the episode see you next wednesday goodbye internet goodbye spin doctor <laughs> spin doctor spin doctor is <laughs> not real doctor in russia doctor spin you <laughs> and i love you very much presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.